0: <laughs> Underwear for chicks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, But uh, when chicks put that stuff on, they're like, they're naked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale.
2: It's a stern-arama
1: weekend. Okay. And this is episode 145. How's it going, Bruce? All righty. How are you doing? Uh,
2: We're waiting for New York State to open, which will be probably never when it gets down to phase three or
1: four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, what is it? May 15th it starts or something? May
2: 15th it starts, and then all they have to make seven criterias. Each section of the state has been divided up, so seven sections, and each section must meet seven criterias, and the criteria has to go down for 15 days, each criteria, before you can engage the next phase.
1: Sounds complicated.
2: Oh my god, you need a freaking uh
1: I, I think that the hard part of it was the whole like you need uh 30 tracers for every so many people and I had to look up what that even meant. I know. A tracer is like someone who keeps track of
2: like Ooh, someone who is who's
1: infected where? and like uh, what are the other people they have contact with and blah 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 blah.
2: Oh, it's just it's I swear to god. This
1: All right. But we're not but alone we this guests. week. We have guests.
2: Yay. And I know it's a popular guest duo. Duo. Duo.
1: Yes. So which one's Batman, and which one's Robin? Ooh. Uh
2: I have to say Zach is definitely Batman. Wow. Hey. Wow. The reason yeah. why? The reason why <laughs> <laughs> the reason why he is very analytical, just like Batman would be like, you know, well Robin, you know, this is the way it's gonna be. And Zack is like that. You have the comedy side. And that would definitely not be Batman.
1: Hey. Holy <laughs> rectifier's Batman.
3: I mean is that what Scott said? <laughs> so we have Scott. Um, how about how about Flash and Green Lantern instead? Okay.
4: Okay. What's a Green Lantern?
3: Uh, no, he's not That a that can player. be Green Lantern cuz you have a power ring.
1: Yeah. You get the power ring.
2: But uh we're going to be talking everything about pinball and repairs and all this other fun stuff. But first things first.
1: It's Zach and Scott, by the way, if it wasn't clear. I, that. Yeah, I say that. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, first things first.
1: Have you seen Pluto TV, Ron? Pluto TV. Uh, I know there's a dog named Pluto in Disney. But other than that, I've never heard of Pluto TV. It's an
2: internet channel.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So no.
2: Nope. pick it up on, on Amazon TV or other things, you know, providers. Guess what they have as a dedicated channel? Uh, porn. No, no, no. That's that's Pornhub. Oh, is it pinball?
1: Oh, no. What is Ron's other most like thing besides pinball? Most like thing besides pinball. I don't know. What is my most like thing besides pinball? Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Oh, Mystery Science Theater. Okay. Oh, are they going to be on Pluto? It's on Pluto TV, and it's a twenty-four hour channel. Oh, just old episodes.
2: Old episodes. Oh, okay. But you get to see every single one, you know, if you stay up. I they- already what? has all those. What? I
4: already has all those. Yeah, I already
2: have all those. I know, but I'm trying to get people so maybe they come back eventually. Who knows? They have, the, they have a, a couple other channels. They have a Baywatch channel, so that's pinball related.
1: Uh, I, I guess so. <laughs> that's right. That it was is. A- hey, Zach owned a Baywatch. He did. It's doubly. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't too bad.
4: That's pretty accurate,
1: Yeah, <laughs> wasn't too bad. bad. was it the best Joel Balser game ever?
4: Uh, the ones I've played, yeah.
1: there you go.
2: You've heard it here. um Yeah, it probably is. yeah, probably for shooting wise it is. I'd say that. So but I got are back-
4: better rules than Bruce
2: uh definitely. uh Balser is uh, for uh, Simpsons. It's the deepest game.
1: Uh, you know uh, uh, that should be Keith Johnson's like trademark I, I take the shittiest play field i take the shittiest play fields and make them playable with code
4: i like yes. the play field better than the code
1: yeah i can make your shitty play field an actual good game
3: the only thing that i like about the simpsons is the pretzel multi-ball because my arms are so damn long i can actually do it properly not pretzel that's uh alien invasion
4: mystery spot
2: not I mean, alien invasion oh, sorry mystery spot
3: yes we already go backwards yes no, well, whatever it's called. <laughs> I played the game about four times in my life. So well, that's that's for that's the wizard, wizard mode. Too many.
4: <laughs> I think about uh, six times for me. For it's too many. I
1: love it. We have all the Simpsons hate. Where were you people before?
4: The last episode
1: I where I had to listen to how great Simpsons Pinball Party was, round after right round after round.
2: <sighs> love the game. Uh, I got a package, boys, in the mail today, or last week. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's big, too. Oh, my. Well, we
1: already heard about the Quicksilver, so it can't be that.
2: It can't be that, but it's parts for the Quicksilver. I have a new playfield from Mirko and the new Unbreakable Plastics.
4: So is the playfield like a wave pool, or is it more like the ocean?
3: I haven't actually taken it out of the packaging yet. Does the oh. do the unbreakable plastics come with extra plastics? Uh, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, well, why would it? It's unbreakable. Exactly.
2: exactly. Ta-da.
1: Is so, it unscratchable, uh, they,
2: too? Yeah, I don't know about it, unscratchable, but they mm-hmm. are out. So uh, I'm going to send the play field right to uh, my guy, Vance, and he's going to sand it down and re reclear. And we'll go from there.
3: What is the point of buying a playfield and then having somebody reclear it right away? Because I don't trust anybody. Their clear sucks.
1: And it has been proven. like Repeated um, evidence.
3: This is the guy who does JJP's playfields. Mirko claims that he doesn't do JJP's playfields. Yeah, well, unfortunately, JJP
2: does. I think so. I think mm. there's a mis- no. <laughs> mis- he, he does.
1: He does. I was on his site, and he specifically says and one, When I was looking oh, at okay. QuickSilver, this is the same process we use for the. And then he named like the three or four different companies he does playfields yeah, for. He did.
3: He did. He, did, uh, you he know must. He it. must have changed something because I bought a, my Attack from Mars playfield from him, and I don't have any. Um, of the cracking around the posts. I mean, there's ball dimples everywhere, but I mean, it's attack from Mars. You expect that. Yeah, yeah. it, it, it yeah. depends
1: because they, they, they use their it, own it method. It pre-dimpled. Yeah. No.
2: He, just, he just plays the crap out of it. So uh, hopefully we'll be taking pictures of these soon enough and we'll show everyone the goodness. And I'm going to today is going to be set up the game day.
1: So if I get Quicksilver play field, I should just send it to your house. Yes. So so Vance could clear it? Because I might as well do that. You can can do two for one.
2: Two for one. And I ordered a back glass from BG BG Resto. Ah, nice. I will have a nice, nice, pretty, pretty Quicksilver. So now we have to make
1: the discussion talk. We have to make the discussion talk. Okay, I like it. Uh, Whatever that meant. You know what I like? With the background noise, because I I think it's because Zach's on his laptop, it sounds like you're at the bar almost. Almost. It does. It almost sounds like you're walking around the bar. I wish yeah. I was. I wish I was.
2: We had a fire at the, our Amazon building on Friday night. What? <laughs> the Transformer blew. Did you blew. start it? No, the Transformer blew. We were all working about 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, you hear, the la- like. it sounded like 10 pallets dropped on the floor. You hear, boom. And then all of a sudden, we all turn around. And we're like, what the hell was that? And, there's, and the problem is you can't see the other side of the building because there's stacks of uh, racks where you put all the, all the uh, packages that are going to be going on the trucks when we're doing our job. All of a sudden, I hear one person go, there's a fire going on. I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, we get a, uh, over the recording like 10 seconds later. Everyone, evacuate to the front of the building. I'm like, oh, great. But unfortunately, we have to, we have to go upstairs and downstairs. To go over the conveyor belts in the building, so once you get above, uh, we got above the uh, height of the uh, the boxes and everything like that. There you can see a humongous fire caught. A, the, the transformer was just burning up and going up the wall.
1: So were you yelling fire, fire, fire?
2: No, I was. I was actually freezing my ass off because it was 32 degrees outside, snowing in Rochester Friday night, and I had a short sleeve shirt on because we we were all evacuated before we could get our jackets. And we had to sit outside for an hour. Did yeah. you get paid for that? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And we got an extra hour's pay because we they gave us all the pay that we couldn't finish because the shift ended early. We got we, we were supposed to be there till five in the morning, and we got finally done around four. They finally had a head count and checked us all, made sure everything was everyone was out of the building, and they're like, okay, everyone here, we're signing you out. We're logging you out at four o'clock, go home. Keep in touch with us. You know we have a there's a program. We have an app for when we're going to be reopened again. And it came up the next day that we were reopened. And uh, the next day we got an email also stating we're going to pay you till five o'clock, the normal work time. Oh, so, an Extra Woo! hour. So, wow. <laughs> what were you saying, Bruce? So we need to uh, talk about your trade, the trade of quicksilver half. To Dragon Fist half, so Ron does not own a one and a half.
1: Yes, for those for, to review. Somehow I long, own I own no. half of the Quicksilver that is at my house now. Yes, and uh, but I own half of a Dragon Fist that is with Bruce. Yes,
2: and we paid more for the Quicksilver than I got from Ron for the. So we're to have to figure this all out, but it will now, Ron will have his full-fledged Quicksilver.
1: Oh, so nice.
2: It will be so, so nice. So pretty. Oh, so pretty. I'll
1: keep the Silverball Saloon pricing card on it.
2: Good. That's good. Be a, it'll be a collector's edition It'll be collector's
1: edition. It'll be worth more.
2: It will be. So, we got some news on the Yeah, come on.
1: We, got, the we got more news. We, we got our, um, our bi-weekly cancellation News. This was we knew it was coming, yeah, but this we, was a long, yeah. long week. So we have Pintastic canceled. Yep, and going to be back for twenty twenty one. Yes, and I already got the room, so Ooh. I already have the two thousand twenty one room. So I'm all set there. I have to cancel
2: one soon. We're gonna in a few seconds.
1: Then replay FX pinberg canceled. canceled. Yep. However,
2: the there's great news on yeah, that. Yeah,
1: there was, there was good news. There was a silver lining within the cloud, and that is if you got Pinburgh tickets, if you don't ask for a refund by May, whatever it was. Yeah, you have them on the 31st. So, carry over uh, the next... so that stress will not occur next year. Yes. Uh, and if, well, at least in my case, I had the Westin Hotel Block.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got a notification that my reservation had been changed to next year. Oh wow, that's nice. For the same days, I have to change. Yeah,
2: but it's gonna be later now. It's gonna be August. August tenth or to the twelfth, I think it was something or twelfth something like that. But we get to have a cool thing next year.
1: We get to have a cool thing. What? Yep. What's the cool thing? We
2: a week before is my birthday, so we're gonna be Ooh. celebrating my fiftieth birthday
1: at Pinburg. Oh,
2: oh my! Oh,
1: yeah, it's August twelfth. Uh,
2: to the fifteenth. Yeah. My birthday's the seventh, so it's so wow. not even the weekend before. So we're going to be celebrating in style.
1: Damn, you're old. I am. Big five oh.
3: Yeah. The only thing that's bad about those dates is that I can't go, so I had to ask for a refund.
1: Oh,
2: what oh.
3: happened? uh august is a really tough date people with more seniority always fill up the yes. the vacation list so i can't guarantee that i would be able to get off oh, like even in a go. day so we just decided to go ahead and cancel it well
2: that sucks that sucks <laughs> uh zach you're going to be going now right
4: yeah they auto moved my reservation up twice so yes. i'm about Where's that at the Weston, too. I got an email, like right when Ron did, saying, Hey, we've moved reservation. And then I got an email the next day saying, Hey, we've moved reservation with a different reservation number. Mm, great. And I'm like, I don't think I have two of those. So that's concerning.
1: Yeah. I would. yeah.
4: And also, they, they still both say single or twin bed. Yeah. They,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to cancel my jewelry one. Yeah. You, you might want to call them on that one.
2: Because yeah.
1: you can't even look at the reservations that far in the future on their site. It only goes to April. The future. the future. The future.
2: We knew it was coming. We all knew it. You know, We didn't want to see it, and it's very depressing.
1: All my vacation for this year is is re canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much restocked until October. We'll see what happens there with, if Expo ever happens. Yeah.
3: Or York. Yeah, or York uh, along there. I think uh, York might happen. But uh, maybe with restrictions.
2: Yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know about really, Expo. Yeah, it's just. Really
3: I mean, it depressing. all depends on if there's a resurgence or not. It's. Um, I mean, if there is, then God knows what's going to happen. But uh, if there isn't, uh, I think some things will probably come back. Yeah, it's going a suck.
1: Yeah, I can't. Even if I go, uh, I almost can't see Bray and Dad.
3: Yeah. I...
1: I just, I don't know. I, I, if I was going to go, I'd probably go alone, and I wouldn't play any machines. I'd just hang out.
3: So, like, normal? Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: oh. hey! I play some machines. Like, last year, I played all those uh, weird foreign ones I'd never seen before.
3: Ah, well, yeah, of course. You That's about all first. I played,
1: but yes, I did play some games. Oh, and I played uh, more Deadpool to see if I wanted one or not.
3: And, I was very uh... surprised, Ron. I was. Uh, you guys teased uh, that Ron got a new game a couple episodes ago and i was betting that it was going to be radical and then you know i'm like iron man what's this crap oh <laughs> wow what? What? what is that, that game i would love to see radical
2: do you still have your star trek
1: mr ron uh there's a deposit down on it so oh congratulations see yeah,
3: yeah I, I mean i'm not a big quicksilver fan i'm tempted to build one just to sell it no, 7500 I mean, the, the one that was at York last year that somebody uh, uh, built out of parts, I think sold for almost $7,000 at the show. And it and actually now you know
2: sold, too. And now you know why I re-imported re- one?
3: <laughs> hmm, hmm, <laughs> hmm.
2: He gets his from Australia. I get mine from Australia. Too bad I couldn't do a two-in-one. That would have been better. You huh? could have gotten a, a, another Quicksilver delivered with it. Yeah, or Pinball, like the Princess one, the uh, Cosmic Princess. Oh, they God, Cosmic there.
1: Princess, it's 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 okay. It's not a great game, but it's a rare game. Well, rare we here, not as much in Australia. No.
4: Yeah, so how can you, you find one?
1: Uh, Ryan only had one that he knew of,
2: and the guy didn't want to give it up, so.
1: I know, like, almost every Australian I've talked to at shows, like, have you ever played that? Like, oh, yeah, I played that. Like, they've all oh, played yeah. Cosmic Princess. Yeah.
3: How about uh, Empire Strikes Back? Nah, I've played that. That's I, actually... I have
1: not played that. It's okay. I
3: think uh, Pesek used to bring one to Expo when he was allowed in there. Yeah, long time ago.
2: And then uh, what else? Uh, yeah. we are waiting on Allentown, I think, and seeing what's going on with that. But I don't see that happening.
1: That will be canceled. I, I never, I never scheduled a hotel. Is, uh, I never booked a do hotel, do. hotel and I don't think there's gonna be any reason to.
3: Um, as the resident PA resident on this call, I can tell you that there's no way it's happening, not with the restrictions like that we have down here, and that's Lehigh County is still red, so there no no public gatherings. And, uh, I bar, mean, it, it has to bar, go. Right? I mean, you were you were talking about your uh, restrictions in New York before. I mean, that mm-hmm. sounds a little harder to understand than what they have in PA because I wasn't able to follow it, but it, that might it's have been terrible. explaining it. But it's terrible. Um, yeah, there has to be less than 50 cases a day for a two week period before you can move from red to yellow to green.
2: They're opening like phases like the first phase is going to be construction. Then the second phase is going to be like hair salons. And then the third phase is going to be some bars. And then the fourth phase is going to be other bars and like uh, baseball and hockey and all that kind of stuff. And some of the restaurants, like, and you can open a restaurant in Phase 2 if it's outdoor seating, but you have to wait for Phase 3 if it's indoor seating. It's like, oh, my
3: God. Yeah, until the until the restaurants come back, I, I don't think we're going to be out of the woods on any of this. That's, yeah. that's I think, the, the marker. Yeah.
1: Back to pinball. Did you know there's a pinball promoters database at launched this week? There is on TWIP. Yes. And we're in there.
2: Yes, we are. No stars yet.
1: No stars. So, you know how we, we keep telling everyone, you will know, rate us even if it's bad on uh, Apple Podcasts? Well, here you go. The Pinball Promoters Database. Check it out.
4: No stars means no one's rated you and not that they all rated you zero.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It means, it means, well, look, I'm yeah. going to
2: double check. I haven't checked today, so let's check right now. Uh, no, I so, said, everybody I, rate them a half of star. Oh, that's
1: fine. That's fine. I checked right before we went live and we had no. It's sorted by ratings. So whoever yeah. has the most ratings is number one, and you can guess who that was.
3: Uh, sorry. You guys were the inverse number one then. Yes, we are. Actually, uh,
1: only the first five or six even have ratings, and yes. then everyone else is at zero. So it's it's new.
3: Yeah. That tells me that pinball uh, podcasts, uh, people get them from places other than where the ratings are posted. Yeah. Not really worried about it. It's a nice thing to have. So rate us, please. Ra- rate us,
1: even if it's zero, even if it's terrible, it'd be great. Yeah, well, I expect that. I totally expect that.
4: Wait, I have to type things too. I can't just click a star. This no. is no. A...
1: Oh, I'm
3: sorry. Oh, you? Oh you, you can, oh, you can give a reason why you gave the star. Yes, Ooh. a bit review. Ooh. You can do a review.
1: Zach's fingers cramping from. Oh, oh, I can't.
3: Oh,
2: too much <laughs> typing. Oh. Typing
1: too fast. Oh.
2: <laughs> and Zach, what do you do for a living?
4: code right I, I have to save my hands to use them for work It's really important.
1: <laughs> oh there you go and to fix all his like 50 machines he owns you know his hands mm. need to be in tip-top shape
2: i might be calling zach and ron this week i'm putting that em together this week my oh grand boy prick. oh boy what em Graham prick oh, that's a great game oh it's a great game i know and it worked when i put it away but it was four months ago so who knows what will happen in four months of sitting is and that the I'm same
3: gonna... one that Zach had, or is that a different one? Different one.
2: Different one. Oh,
3: so three out of four of the people on the call have Grand Prix.
4: Yeah. Or had.
3: Had. Ron, oh, you sold it? yours?
4: Yeah. Yeah, Grand Prix sucks, so I got rid of it pretty quick.
3: And why does it suck?
4: You just hit the spinner all day. No okay. Strategy, nothing.
3: Have you noticed that most people play most games? They, uh, especially tournament players, they find out whatever the strategy is, and that's all they do.
4: Yeah, most tournament players. You've got like other people playing against you at that point, you know, to keep it interesting. But like for home yeah. use, you know, a good a good tournament game is not usually a good personal playing game. True, I agree with that I agree. statement. I wouldn't say Grand Prix is a bad tournament game at all. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. So playing.
3: by that criteria, Alien Star is a bad game.
4: If it beats both criteria, it's good.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. We and had, it's gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, Keith Johnson was interviewed by the Buffalo guys. Mm-hmm. And I like that they asked, because they asked the pirates question. Hey, are you know, why'd you start making pirates? Making and he basically said, we weren't selling them. Yeah. That's there the you truth. go. And that's what everyone who is, no. has a brain has said. I mean, I remember when this thing came out, and it had the triple disc, and then they had to pull it, and then they had to pull the... What was the other thing in the back they had to... The chest. The chest. The it doesn't book. open anymore. It's, well, it's now default just open, and, yeah. and there was just so much baggage, it came out, and they didn't sell a lot of them.
2: I played the game again, and it's not fun. It's, it's not... It's better than Hobbit. Oh, anything's better than Hobbit. I think... Wow. I think it's, it's right with Bugs Bunny
1: there. Wow. <laughs> Um, Zach, didn't you want to get a Hobbit?
4: Uh, I figure for like a month, you can probably flip it pretty easily if you sell it cheap. Yeah. You know, at least like in the home, when you have no other pinball to play on location or anything, you know, maybe for like a month, I could stand a Hobbit and it'd be sort of interesting to at least like learn all the modes one by one.
3: So when that's I thought it was, was an interesting, it. interesting choice on the Hobbit that the skill shot makes the drop targets go up and down. I'm like, boy, that seems like that might be a high wear item.
4: It's almost like I've seen multiple broken drop target banks already around.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, that was a new mech, oh, yeah.
1: right? That hadn't been done before in that way.
4: It's pretty similar to uh, the one that they use on, like, Alien Poker or Jungle Lord, the Williams games. Okay. Uh, which, coincidentally, I have a spare one of those mechs and it has the same exact broken spot that the JGP ones do.
3: Interesting. So, uh, What's the broken
4: spot on them? Where the, the, the coil stops that hold all the individual plungers to pull up each individual target... They uh, they snap off of the. Oh, um,
3: okay, that's actually just regular Williams drop targets are like that too. I guess it's just accelerated wear on Alien Poker.
4: Yeah, it it's actually is the same mech. It's just instead of having one pull up target or like two pull up targets in the case of like Flash Roots Five Bank, it's just one per target. Yeah.
1: Let's see. And then we had um, the Loser Kid guys. They interviewed all the sharps, and of course Roger took two shows because <laughs> Roger talks a lot.
4: Um, Wait, so Josh couldn't be on the second show then?
1: Um, oh, <laughs> well, yes,
2: yeah, You always could be on the second well, show. Well, he was the
1: second Sharp they <laughs> interviewed, so it, it mm. only makes sense. Uh, I, one of the more interesting things I thought was the criteria they would use for the, the Bally. Like what makes, you know, when they, when Williams bought Bally and the releasing games with the Bally name, what determines whether it's Bally or Williams? And originally it was basically all the people who were with Bally when they got bought their games States. be Bally. And then as time went by, they started using other criteria. They said, like, if, if the game has, like, a female central character, like, say, Black Rose or something like that, it's going to be a Bally. <laughs> you know, if Steve Ritchie makes it, it's going to be Williams, always, because he doesn't want to do a Bally ever. So I, I, I thought that was interesting, the criteria.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd always heard that rumor about Steve Ritchie and that his games were all going to be Bally. All going to be Williams, no matter, always. But... Now that Bally shit here. Yeah, pretty much.
1: And the fact that he was Roger was still getting li- like he got the he got the Pirates license for Jersey Jack. He got the Hot Wheels license for uh, American Pinball. So he's still getting licenses. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Let's see what else we got here. And we got the cancel stuff and Oh, yeah, it looks like uh, Willy Wonka topper. Oh, no, I saw that. Oh my Good god. Boy cash grab yeah but it it it's it just terrible. it's a static thing it's terrible it's a thing you you got you know stern with the the black knight one they they've like upped the bar now so if it's not like an interactive thing that moves then why do you want it it's this is just like a play piece of whatever it is it just lit uh, up how much was it's a static what's well, 300 bucks
4: exactly yeah that's the price of a whole plastic set for like three pieces of plastic on top of each other. Yes. Yeah. Terrible.
3: I remember when I had a basement that I could have toppers on my
4: game. <laughs> mm. I don't remember when I had a basement. Uh, that's the one
3: thing
1: I never got about Jersey Jack. They do like you know, we do all the high end stuff and have these super expensive games, but our toppers are always like the plainest thing. You think if anyone's gonna innovate insane toppers, it would be them.
4: Yeah, you think they like a whirlwind with two sp- with two fans in it at once or something. Yeah.
1: You would think like Wizard of Oz would have a tornado on the top of it that moves or something.
4: Yeah, like it spins across the it whole spins top. Spins across the whole, yeah. yeah.
1: That, oh, there's an idea.
4: With a house uh-huh. counter-rotating inside of it. Yeah. I like
1: that. Modders, there you go. I, I can see it in my head too. You're right. It's along a track. Like yeah, they've a z- stick, z- z- but it just goes back and, goes forth, and yeah. forth as it spins. Oh. Yep. There you go. We want
4: residuals and on that. It only during
2: certain modes. Only during certain modes.
4: Yeah, you got to have that theme integration. It's a Keith Johnson game.
3: Yep. Exactly. And it should be folded down and only pop up when it's actually active. Yes.
4: Ooh.
1: No, Barry Stern wouldn't like that. You need to show it all the time.
2: Best game showing is best game selling is the one that's on the line. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Why doesn't Wizard of Oz have a fan blower topper? Like that would have been perfect.
3: It would have been. Uh, Don't give him any ideas for more editions of Wizard of Oz, please. Yeah, I know. Probably because if they
1: did, they would have just been, oh, they're just, they're just, Whirlwind already did that. Lame. Yeah. Because we suck, us pinheads. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, but
4: this was back in like 2011 or something. People still had hope back then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's, that's all I got. And yeah, this week in pinball. Hi, Jeff. News. Hi, Jeff. Scott, what have you been working on? You're actually on pin side now, I hear. That's like... How did this happen?
3: Well, <laughs> well, I'm mainly on pin side because Zach is on pin side. So I figured, eh, you know, Zach's helpful on pin side. Rec Games Pinball is basically okay. John Robertson and somebody that found it by mistake asking or responding to questions from 15 to 20 years ago with people yep. posting. Um, I have an Adams family for sale, needs to be shopped for 2200 And people saying, is this still available? I'll take it. So I figured I needed to do something more current, and it is nice being able to have pictures uh, posted to the threads. And as long as you stay out of the drama threads, it's actually not that bad. And then I'll have to correct something that uh, Bruce said a couple of uh, episodes ago as well when he said that I would never put LEDs in my machines. I actually have LEDs in the heads of many of my machines now, uh, mainly for the heat aspect so that I'm not having to replace back glasses.
1: You hear that bruce
3: i think it would make sense it. bruce uh, to do that because i mean you're running machines in a commercial environment and then when you go to turn the machines over just take the leds out because i know they're expensive and you're a cheap bastard so i
2: am a cheap original bastard yeah but uh i have i actually stars has leds in it and guess what connector burned up on me before we closed the gi huh. connector again and that's a brand new board
4: brand new connector too
2: brand new connector brand new board at the same time and it's still what brand- uh, what uh, brand uh, boards
4: was it mm.
2: uh it was uh I'm trying to remember which one it was it wasn't the rotten dog one it was the beefier one with the the heat sinks on each uh voltage regulator for the 3 in which front. which manufacturer i can't remember yeah, i can't remember but it's one of the no. newer the nicer ones i i actually like yeah, it's actually the one that actually has two drill holes for the two lines for the transformer. Some actually going to become one big one now instead of two small ones for okay. when you're re-soldering it. But it burned up again. I was like, what the Even F-? with LEDs in it or that's why you led it? No, with LEDs in it because I had the back box. And, oh, and come originally, on. When I got, you no know, one originally I had the stars. I had it with LEDs. Remember when they were flickering and we complained about it.
4: But didn't you then re- replace all the incandescents and you said look better?
2: It looked better, but the the connector was already starting to burn before that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Gone, something yeah. something needs to be fixed properly. Yeah, right. Like code, right? Right. <laughs>
1: it's gotta be a code problem.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's the code. Yeah. Have you tried downloading more current capacity?
1: Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So, but uh, I the catacomb also had LEDs when I had it at the bar, so I didn't. You know, and you came, sold it. And I sold it. Gone. It went bye-bye last week. I
3: yeah, was actually going to uh, attempt to buy it from you, but you said, I know what this is worth. No lowballers. Yep, I did.
2: See, so you saw my Pinside ad. Well, I had people asking me, like, 2200 Will you take 2200 And I was like, oh, my fucking God, are you people are stupid? And I got what
3: I wanted. I got it right out of money. Well, if you post 3400 firm, I mean... Somebody wants a catacomb. There they go. And they did. That was a nice one. So other than now. that, other than you know the the corrections from the previous week, my uh, current project is um, for the past four months or so, I've been ripping apart CERN's flight two thousand code to and I took suggestions, and uh, Zach actually wins the award, which is probably why he's on this call with me. He wins the award for the most suggestions that I actually implemented. Because they most of them made sense. I don't think I rejected any of his uh, suggestions, other than he wanted to cut the right spinner down in half uh, every ball, and I don't. I think that's too confusing for people. Oh God, that would be really confusing for people. Yeah, they'd be like, my my game, yeah, my game, my spinner was lit for forty-five hundred, and then I started the next ball, and now it's only two thousand.
4: This game is broken. It's almost like Scott. Like I've also written rule sets for games before, and I have the idea how this works sometimes.
3: Yeah, and you've actually played the game and didn't make. Uh, I, I won't say they're silly suggestions, but you can tell what era of games people like based on their suggestions. And there are uh, a couple people that said, "Well, you should have it so that you know you get jackpots and you do this, and then you have to you know do this in sequence, and then you have to do that in sequence." And as we know from uh, Ron's appearance on his other podcast, he thinks that Flight Two Thousand Stock is a, a little complex. Just to get the multi ball on, because there are several things that you have to do in a row in order yep. for it to work. Yep. Will you know that work in Gamatron if you have the right EEPROM? Mm-hmm. Uh, that that will be tested as soon as I uh, nail down. I'm having some issues with uh, with getting the code to work properly. Okay. Um, I mean, just as a for example, Zach will appreciate this. The original stock code on. 2000 there's only five bytes free in the entire code base Great. and yeah how can you how can you add anything to a code base that only has five bytes free well you have to employ a lot of techniques that I knew from the 80s when I programmed an assembly language all the time to cut routines down rewrite things cut out unnecessary code and things like that but You know, of course, every time you do that, you break something. So you have to, you have to figure out what you broke and then fix it. And there's no real time debuggers for Valley Stern games. So you have to kind of do it in your head. Very frustrating. In parallel, because I do things in parallel all the time, because when I get stuck on one project, I move to another. I sent Ron some test nine ball code based on suggestions and behavior that was occurring with nine ball where... I guess the main bug that everybody has in nine ball is um, that when you go into the lock shot and whether or not it's written for lock, it, it drops every memory drop. And if it doesn't see one of the memory drops, the game just sits there and it doesn't do anything. So I believe that part's fixed. The other part that a lot of people complain about is the ball will end early. That yeah, one I'm still lost. working on. It gets lost. Yeah, It, it gets lost. Uh, if you have the Switches, adjusted properly just looking through the code i can see that the programmer i think there were two programmers that were actually involved with it because there's a different style uh, mm-hmm. between the two codes and the one guy is basically the shooter lane switch is extremely important in nine ball and you could actually get two balls to launch into the shooter lane if you uh, hold the plunger up so that the ball first ball doesn't hit the switch and then you manage to shoot it onto the play field without it hitting the switch it'll shoot another ball out it's basically a dumb timing loop. It says, okay, I fired the out hole to put the ball in the shooter lane. I don't see this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 10 seconds later. It doesn't, it says, huh, I didn't see that shooter lane switch. So it just puts another one out. Doesn't bother to check the trough switches that are, you know, perfectly there, you know, holding the status of the balls that are still on the trough. So the problem is, is that this is all reverse engineered stuff. So you know, I had to recreate the source code from it, figure out what every variable does um, and how many times it does it and where it does it and what mode it does it in. Uh, you have to document all that, and then you have to decide, do I want to try to fix what's there, which is basically what the programmers did back in 1980, and they just kind of tack things on. I think that's how they ended up with the, with the shooter lane switch being so important. But uh, I managed to borrow a nine-ball play field from a friend, I figured, uh, you know, I don't have a nine ball anymore, but I need to test this live because sending ROMs to beta testers could be um, challenging at moments. Right, Ron?
1: Uh, Well, the act of sending it to me is not challenging. When I put it in and things lock up, then it becomes challenging.
3: Yeah, exactly. But uh, that that brings me to my third project that I'm working on now is um, a couple months ago, somebody... uh, emailed me through Pinside and said, hey, can you look at Dragon Fist code and uh, see if you can fix, sometimes drop banks are missed or they'll score, they'll have a phantom score, like when your ball starts and it's resetting the drop bank. So I added some code to handle that, but um, we're all using the new Weebly board, which has extra RAM available in it. And I would send the code to Ron and he would burn it and then try it out. Yeah, put
1: it in. And, and it has some neat new features, or, or some features that were originally supposed to be in Dragon Fist that were taken out, re-implemented. So I, I play, like, one ball, and it's, like, right when I start getting a lot of shit going on on the game, like, a lot of stuff, a lot of Switch, a lot of stuff hitting it once, the entire game just ugh, locked up hard. Like, just stopped, like, in a time yeah. machine. Like, everything just stopped where it was, the ball drained, and it's dead.
3: Yeah, and for once it wasn't actually uh, Ron not burning the the EEPROM correctly.
1: I burned the EPROM correctly. Yeah, Scott sends me EPROMs. I burn them, and it doesn't work. And then eventually he's like, "Send me, send me what you burned." And I send him, and it's like, "Oh, these are totally corrupt." It's like, "Well, that's what you sent me, though." You sent me them in. <laughs> wow. a, you sent me them in a zip file. So, it, yeah, I, so I I'm curious them. as to
3: how they, how they got corrupted. Yeah, how but, would they uh, get corrupted? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's
1: always my fault.
3: Of course it's always your it's, fault. It's
1: always the user's fault, folks. And in this case, it's my fault. Continue with DragonFist.
3: In this case, it's actually um, bad programming on whoever programmed Dragon Fist's fault. I mean, coupled with me adding things to it. I mean, adding things to it is not going to help. Before this call started, I was actually you know, ripping through the code on that. And the culprit looks to be there's a master background thread in Dragon Fist. And it can start itself many, many times, and it shouldn't do that. Uh, Any kind of background thread that kind of checks for things that it should do. In this case, it's the animation of the bonus lamps. So I'll have a – well, actually, I'm not going to bother to send you test versions, Ron, because I know you're busy and um, you'd rather, you know, play games that work. So I have an MPU-200 original in my Dragon Fist now, which I'll be testing all the code in. And I I think I can figure it out probably, you know before too long it works flawlessly in the weebly board because there's extra ram and what's happening is the stack is underflowing and it's uh going into ram that doesn't exist on your board so i'm not surprised that it was freezing up don't forget big game oh yeah that's that's uh well that's older that's there's bugs in that i don't think anybody has spotted bugs in that i know you uh streamed that i think zach was at your house for that wasn't he
1: uh yeah the first time
3: yeah and then you guys played, I think, uh, well, and going back even further, you know, Meteor was there as well with changed code.
1: Yeah, I think you found a bug watching it on stream with the with the 5,000 sweep bonus. It was like giving it. Yeah, um, you got a sweep bonus
3: on the on the, the two bank, which does happen on mine as well. And I, I mean, I I won't lie and say that I came up with the sweep code. I basically pulled the same exact sweep code out of Flight two thousand sweep bank and I applied it to Meteor. Each bank has a separate sweep timer. I'll have to review that because I think I clipped it, or I saved the uh, the time to try to determine what was going on there. But basically, it's probably a variable that doesn't get reset, and it's just saying, "Hey, the sweep's still okay. Go ahead and do it." It doesn't happen too often, so I
1: appreciate some of the other changes though in the code. Simple things like I don't on, on these old games usually they would they would pulse the drop banks at the beginning of every ball. Even if the drop banks were already up, which is stupid, you're, you know, yeah. you're pulsing the Mac for no reason, and especially on, on some of these games with beefier mechs where they're not the easiest things to get, why do you want to keep cycling the thing over and over? So I notice on Scott's new code, if I'm playing nine ball and all the three banks are up, it doesn't try to reset them again. Meteor threw me because the one thing about Meteor, and I almost kind of miss it. One of the cool things yeah. about Meteor was it would. Like, if you're playing a one-player game and, say, you have all the Meteor targets down except one, then a second ball, it would reset the bank and then drop all the targets except the one. And it was a cool little – it was one of the cool things about Meteor. Yeah,
3: 8-Ball Deluxe actually does that. Uh, If you're playing a one-player game, it doesn't bother to reset the memory drops for 8-Ball Deluxe. And I always thought that was smart. It does take getting used to because I'm used to starting a game of Meteor, you know, and you hear tunk, 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 and then you're like, okay, the four banks are reset, and then you hear the ball launch into the lane. And then as you're playing, I mean, you you get used to it, but um, I mean, especially if you happen to have, you know, the original uh, chiclet targets on your uh, game, which are unavailable anywhere, although I think people are 3D printing them now, but um, you don't really want to break those. Yeah, I guess I did that on big game as well. Um, I guess the, the most popular feature that I, I added, I was going to add as a one-off for one person requested it on big game. They said, can you make the spinners count? And I said, yeah, I could do that. And I said, I don't think anybody's going to like that. That turns out to be the most popular feature that I've added to any of the games that have it, especially Meteor. Uh, like, I mean, Dragon Fist obviously has its stock, which is, you know, where I got the idea from anyway. But, Meteor is really fun to get the spinner. You know, you just rip the spinner and say, gee, I wonder how many I got. And I find that I'm always looking up and and saying, oh, look at that. I got, you know, 99 spins. Or uh, I think the best I've gotten so far is I got 85 spins on Flight 2000's right spinner. But you can also tell if your spinner needs attention. Like, uh, I think you were getting between 20 and 30, Ron, on uh, Big Game when you were playing.
1: Uh yeah, I have some weird geometry in my big game. It's it's either every once in a while you'll crush the leftmost spinner, but most of the yeah. time it will not crush. It's something with the flipper alignment or some some way I have something that is a little different. I don't. I, I actually don't mind it because it becomes less of a spinner fest in a way. So yeah. I, I I don't mind it. Like on my meteor, the right the you know, the spinner, it has a very very small sweet spot. And it's a little little right of center. And if you hit yeah. it there, it'll spin forever. If you hit it anywhere yeah. except in that exact spot, it will not. And I've had people play it who are used to, like, the Papa one where the spinner just, mm-hmm. like, no matter where you hit it, the thing spins forever. And it's like, oh, right, you know, your spinner isn't spinning that well. It's like, no, you just didn't hit it in the right spot.
3: Yeah. My, mine, uh, I actually have really fat rubber leading up to it so that it's not just a gimme shot every single time. Uh, and
1: I, I, I did that on purpose because I want, I want you to play the game. I don't want you to just exactly I don't want this to be Papa where you just hit what the four or five meteor targets down and then just hit the spinner. I even set all the, the spot spot meteor targets like to the most liberal so you'll keep getting them spotted.
3: Yeah, um, I actually have mine set the same way for the the same exact reason. Yeah.
1: And it plays way better that way, in in my opinion. You actually hit all those drop targets that are on the play field, you actually hit them.
3: What a concept. Yeah. But uh I think that's uh so it's everything that I'm kind of working on right now. I mean, there's there's always, you know, other things that are being looked on and worked at. I made a list. I had some free time at work uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I, I actually made a list of every single ROM mod I'd ever done since uh, 2008 or so. And, you know, totally different versions, because there's like four different versions of Meteor, where I just kind of started fresh on every one of them. But I counted that as a separate one, because it's a separate hack. And there were almost 300 different hacks that i've been involved with in some way and most of them work so that's always good any other complaints ron 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 is attempting attempting to get well ron will send me this is why ron has the title of world's crankiest beta tester oh come on (laughs) because he'll because it took two years to get
1: a firepower i could play
3: well okay Okay. That's, Come on, that's you got to give me that
1: one. It's like Ron, you need to you need to convert this. We're gonna do seven digit mod and get this, get these scores. So I, 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 I yeah, I
3: did. I got Ron to spend probably about four hundred dollars on EEPROM burning equipment and X pin
1: uh, or whatever displays. I cut well, the the insert panel to fit all this shit on and, yeah, and align it. Right. And, and some of that was a pain in the ass. So so I'm making like. These are permanent changes. This isn't like, oh, just easily go back to the old way. Like, no, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> I get these ROMs and, and it's like I'll play a four-player game and I can't get through a four-player game without it locking up. And it, it would, it would do the, originally it would do the thing where it would, it would break slowly and more and more shit would like not work until it just became unplayable which was pretty cool. Yeah. I have to admit well, that was it, interesting. So we had, at two, the beginning, yeah. we, had, we had two consecutive stomps where we couldn't play the game because it was broke. One, you actually came in and it locked up on you.
3: Well, we had a disconnect on what was being described. Like one of Ron's biggest complaints was um, something with the bonus countdown. And, I, and I'd be like, it's flawless. What are you talking about? I mean, it, it, the bonus ladder goes up to 39K instead of 29K. But um, so you have to adjust the sound. And I thought Ron was talking about the sound wasn't working. And he was actually talking about the lights weren't coming back. But we uh, you know, got Ron to start, you know, he's doing streaming now. So I just said, Ron, just just run a stream when you're testing code. Just stream it and then send me a link to the file. And, just, and that way I can see it actually breaking or not breaking. And so that, that worked out a lot better. But the early bug reports were... Something broke. I don't know what. I don't know what I was doing. Fix it.
1: No, no. I still don't
3: know what happened with your with your resetting on the uh, on the high score to date. Every time the last bug that Ron had oh, that was was funny.
1: But that one I didn't even notice at first because that's been been a while since I got over a million. I had a version of the code in there that was seemed to be working fine, and and I just got the seven digits in there, so I get like a high score over a million and i get the full like you know mission accomplished and the knocker goes off and cool and then after the game is over it starts flashing the you know it would normally flash the new high score to date which would be the one i just got instead it would flash 9,999,990 like what the fuck
3: uh, actually it would it would put the last nine in there too okay because, yeah. yeah that's that's the, that's stock williams behavior when you turn over the game but you didn't turn over the game no you just got over a million and that, that was a hard that was a very difficult bug to reproduce because i have the same mpu board in my firepower that ron does and it wasn't doing it on mine and the only difference is i guess yours is a very very early revision of it but i still can't imagine what would be different about it but i guess the latest revision works so i'm going to mark that bug completed
1: yeah that was that was trying to get that fixed is when he sent me the roms that made it do even crazier shit then i sent them back to him oh these are corrupt like, okay. So then I got another set, and that finally worked. So it seems to be working. Now my only complaints are about the pop bumper lights.
3: Well, I'll I'll look into that when I'm done with the Dragon Fist code, because pop bumper lights not moving or moving when they're not supposed to is uh, a little lower on the priority list. Uh Protize. I'm only one person. (laughs) You need to hire a couple more programmers. A
1: couple more programmers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: well, the You're thing kidding. is with there is there is actually a lot of uh of people that are very interested in changing rules on early games, but I, I don't know a lot of people that are doing it with the original hardware. Like the the latest one is somebody has a hybrid of an Arduino versus a um a Stern MPU one hundred board, which is kind of reinventing things that have happened in the past. I know I had been in contact with two people that had done that in the past and I finally found one of the links thanks to the internet Wayback machine because it sounded familiar i mean it it's totally different person totally different microcontroller but similar idea you know just change change the rules with a new operating environment uh there's a bunch of people that replace the original board sets with new stuff like uh mission pinball zach what do you use you use uh do you use the p3 stuff for what um your homebrew game you're building that on um on one of those platforms aren't you one of the new ones
4: Oh, um, I'm doing my own custom boards for the homebrew stuff.
3: Okay, but what, uh, what kind of framework are you basing it on? Is it something you came up with yourself?
4: All custom. Okay. I tried to use one of the LISY boards on yeah. my chip, and that has Mission Pinball Framework support. Yeah. But Mission Pinball Framework was so slow that it couldn't run on the Raspberry Pi I had plugged in there. Okay. So I had to give up on that, although apparently like the Raspberry Pi 4 that came out now supports it. But... uh. I ended up just going back to my original, uh, I fixed up my System 1 Gottlieb original MPU board and put it in my Genie now. (laughs) Okay.
3: Um, What, um, I mean, are you going like basically bare metal programming on it? Because I I read a lot of these threads and I'm like, well, the reason why it's probably not working on a Raspberry Pi is that you've got all that overhead of running whatever Linux variants on
4: it. Oh yeah, they've um, got the whole Linux variant and then they're running... A Python interpreter for other configuration files, you know, like doing like four layers of interpreters on there. So that's definitely like, that's what caused it to be so slow. Yeah. I, also, uh, I bypassed their programming framework and I figured out the command structure that it uses, the board itself uses to communicate with Linux. Mm-hmm. And I just okay. wrote a program just in C to do that. And that one, you know, no speed bumps at all. I could just manually code it all from scratch like that and uh, run it just fine. So it's purely just software system was not designed to be run on a board that, that was that low powered yeah but, from but a yeah level, we
3: have you know one one megahertz one megahertz processors from the late 70s that can run you know a simple game no problem but that's because they're as close to the hardware as you can get but that's interesting any any uh, original hacks that you've uh done on the original hardware lately
4: I don't think I've done any mods lately except uh, since the Black Knight ROM or the Dracula custom ROM. Mm -hmm. I started working on a blackout uh, rule rewrite, but I need to fix my blackout first. Currently, I'm trying to clean mold off the playfield, which is not going so well. That'll be a very long-term project. Yeah. That'll be the same as my hot tip ROM, where I just coded a new...
3: uh,
2: Yeah, the the
4: OS, yeah. But I'm gonna make sure to put in a spin count this time, you know, to make Ron happy.
2: Gotta have a spin counter. And Zach got his uh genius sounds like
4: fixed. Yeah, finally, after many, many layers of trial and tribulation, I think I'm on my third different board in there now.
1: Was it like the wrong ROM or an or a corrupt ROM or yeah, something I, like that?
4: I can't tell because they use their own custom four bit ROMs, which can't be read or made anymore, as far as I know. So, not easily. Yeah, not easily. So I ended up with Siegecraft. They, uh, the same people who make the 2764 ROM adapters for Williams, which can be bought for Valley. They also make a 2716 ROM adapter for system ones. So I ordered that and burned a new copy of the genie ROM to that, and uh, that worked just fine at that point. So there's something wrong with my original ROM, but it's still actually like it played a game. Yeah, you know, it would start the game. It would play like startup sounds, kick out the ball. We set the drops. And then as soon as you hit anything on the play field, everything went crazy after that. So it's a really unique way for a ROM to fail if it was a bad ROM.
1: Yeah, I've only had that happen once where I had something that was an actual ROM issue. And that was
4: in No Fear. Although speaking of ROM failures...
3: Uh, um, it, the, actually, uh, the reason why that would fail is that all of the background code is in the spider chips on the System 1 boards. So anything that's like add a credit, start a game, shoot the ball out, that's all in the background, uh, those spider chips that you can't reprogram anyway. And then as soon as you do something that a switch reacts on the play field, then it goes to that prom, and then that's when yeah, it's the, hanging up. So the is prom was probably just corrupted.
4: Corrupt. A virtual machine, even on System 1, right? The what? It, all the, uh, the game code for System 1s is through a virtual machine, byte yeah. code. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Williams eventually got there in System Seven, you know, or with like, oh, let's just do a big virtual machine for all. And Gottlieb was like, we're way ahead of you guys, except our virtual machine sucks so and we can't do anything. Into-
3: well, it was it was almost completely written by Rockwell, as far as I know, and and I mean, it's a sort of a virtual machine on the Stern games as well. But Williams definitely did fix that in System Seven and above. I mean, and that's that's all Larry DeMar. I mean, Larry DeMar really came in with a new approach and said, okay, I'm going to make it. And he built kind of like, I don't know if I'd call it bumpers, but, you know, kind of a um, safety net into most of the code. So it's really hard to break something, although, of course, you can. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's a whole website. You've probably seen it, Zach, but there's a, a website in France where somebody has all the um, code for uh, System 1 games I think they have. Cleopatra just and yeah, they yeah they yeah they explain you know how that's that works.
4: a while ago and since they have the Obama the adapter now I might try at some point to like tweak genie to uh points instead of extra balls or something you know like that simple uh since the byte code seems to be documented you know yeah uh, be a fun thing to try at some point but uh
3: yeah unfortunately the same website did not uh, decode the system 80 games the uh, people that run it. Uh, have custom System 80 ROMs that they don't share anything about. And the bytecode is quite different. So We all know how much Bruce and Ron love System 80 games.
1: I, I love Alien Star. It's great. <laughs>
3: all I don't mind Alien Star.
1: Actually, I don't, I don't mind Like um, Black Hole is, is okay. Um, Timeline. I like Timeline. Timeline. I like Counterforce. Yeah. Actually, I really want to play. I haven't played Timeline in a while. And Counterforce is good. I'll take that. Counterforce you know? is
3: okay. Yeah, um, I, I wish than... some of those some of those games. I wish they had not put so many flippers on them. And it seems like okay. There's like a lot of real estate here, but uh, let's just stick a flipper there. Like like maybe put an yeah, extra popper there. Penis More head game flipper. is good.
1: The penis game, Force Two.
3: Yeah, never Force played two. that
1: one. Eh, eh. It's okay. It's not bad. Eh. It's better than a lot of others that they had out. That's not hard.
4: I I fixed my original MPU for my blackout because my repro MPU for that was having issues too. So uh, I finally busted out an an old MPU I had and fixed up the switch matrix chips and stuff and got that working. So my black hole is playing again, but now I've got, it's saying the wrong sound callouts. So I probably got a bad connector somewhere in the sound data line. I need to fix.
3: So which uh, I I thought, Zach, you were the one that uh, made the disgusted sound for black hole when Ron uh, said he liked it, but I'm, guessing that must have been Bruce then. It was.
4: Uh, I, I uh, really like Black Hole. Although yeah, I, I, I
3: like Black Hole too. That's the only System 80 that I have. And it took me a long time. It, it's sort of working now. problem I have, I think, is related to the replacement motor that you get for the uh, spinning disk. Uh, it seems too. like it's it's throwing a lot of RF and frequency uh, mm. stuff back. It's feeding it back into the board and it was causing it to freeze up. So I disabled the motor, and now it seems to play fine. So I'm like, oh, okay. Now I have to figure out some filtering for this motor.
4: I have feel like mine has a filter on the motor, though. I have to go check. But yeah, I've replaced it with that the one they link on PinWiki. I did that replacement for mine too because mine was missing the motor completely.
3: Yeah, yeah. My gearbox was bad in my original motor, so I probably still have it. I uh, don't really throw
4: anything out. Yeah, black holes fun. I've got uh, my timeline is at a cabin in the Adirondacks right now, broken down. So uh, I've got to go and get that back down from there so I can go diagnose it and figure out what's going on with that. Because uh, mm. that's a game I haven't played in like two years at this point.
2: You played mine more.
4: Uh, maybe. I did, I did get your ROM from that, though. Yeah. Because I, I had a prototype ROM in mind, which was missing some of the rules. Uh, that was the revision uh, 2. I don't know. I, can, I can't find any reference to it online at all, because Gottlieb has not locked down all the ROM stuff, so there's, like, nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, there,
3: there's definitely, there's a, a a revision two, and then a revision four. I don't know what the difference is between them, because,
4: you know, nobody knows. Um, I know some difference between whatever versions I have, but mine are labeled original and Bruce. Okay. So, uh... The main that's thing scary. I noticed was is when you go in the left kicker, like Future Spa's left kicker over there, uh-huh. um, it'll trigger the tilt relay on and off to flash the GI as an effect, and the code doesn't do that. Okay. That's a really obvious way to tell if you're ever playing one. Okay. But it's a pretty cool effect, so that's like I got Bruce's ROM copied to mine so that I could put that in there.
3: As long as you archive all these things, even though you can't distribute golly ROMs, at least uh, there's a copy of it somewhere in case somebody needs it or if anybody ever decompiles it and you actually want to look into the code uh, just to see what the difference is. Pe- periodically, people will ask, um, I have this ROM that's marked this. What's the difference between this and that? And it's like, well, the the latest one that somebody asked me to look at was catacombs and... It, it seems to me like there's like just an extra block of code in the middle of it, but really you have to figure out what everything does. And honestly, motivation to look at code for games I don't own anymore is kind of low at this point. So I just said, it looks like uh, they got some extra code in there that's been shifted about 24 bytes higher. And other than that, the ROM looks exactly the same.
4: Yeah. You've done some black Knight stuff, right? Yeah. There's uh someone just posted on Pinside this morning, on their Black Knight, when they hit an upper drop target, it also lights the same light on a lower drop target, you know, towards completing the banks. Okay. And I'm like, That's... something I know of, I'm wondering, like, is that, like, some weird ROM version or something? Because I know there are multiple versions, but I don't know any differences between the versions.
3: Um, there, yeah, there's version 3 and then version 4. Um, I actually had version 3 in my game when I bought it in 1989, And um, I only recently upgraded to what I call version five, which um, is actually I think it's only in Ron's game right now. I don't even think I have it in my game because I went back to four for some reason, the original four. I I think it's just some background stuff, but I haven't seen that thread yet, but um, that almost sounds like a wiring problem versus it actually
4: doing it on its own. It does to me. It just sounds really weird. They even mentioned like, after you get your first extra ball, then they're not linked anymore or something, it sounded like. I just like that sounds like very code specific at this point.
1: That sounds like almost a difficulty setting or like it spots you, you the bottom fair. and the fair. top. It's weird.
3: Yeah, that 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 sounds weird. I mean that's that, that so it the the bug is that there or the behavior is not a bug, but the behavior is is uh, you're on the upper play field. You shoot the ball there. You start, you know, either of those drop banks, and then the lower drop banks light as well. That's that, what would even be the point of that.
4: I mean, so on the original code, there's a difficulty setting for
3: yeah, yeah, for for number of banks that you have to get down three times
4: to get the ball. extra ball. I could see that being like a clarity thing. Like, oh, you know, the banks are linked. You know, you only need one or the other to get the extra ball. So, like, it could make sense. But it's just, I've never heard of it at all.
3: Are, are you saying when it's complete that it lights, or that when you just hit one of the targets down, it lights, you know, it uh, flashes the uh, the blue light? Uh, does it flash the blue lights, or when you actually complete the bank on the top, it also completes the one on the bottom?
4: So, quote, hitting any target lights two hurry-up jewels, one upper one lower play playfield. Clearing any colored bank lights the arrow on both the upper and lower of that bank
3: yeah maybe that's really early code then because that sounds like code yeah i could say that putting it in there yeah i mean the 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 lamps probably are all parallel between them just because it makes coding easier but um that maybe it's earlier than revision three that that i don't know i'll have to read that thread later on
4: the uh the arrangement's something i was cool i never really thought about when i first started coding hot tip i was like oh you know they placed the uh the one up through four up, and the one player through four player lights, you know, next to each other in rows, so you can easily, you know, lock between them or stuff. Like they actually laid out their lamp, lamp matrix and switch matrix to make the coding easier.
3: Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's uh, smart. They did. I think they did that actually all the way back in the beginning, even with uh, like really early ballet games that uh, show the uh, player up number rather than flashing the display.
1: So Bruce. Hi Ron, how you doing? <laughs> you have a code thing, Gamatron. You had Gammatron. a neat little uh Gamatron enhancement. Well, one of the
2: one of the guys I know from comes in the bar actually and has one of the games at the bar, emails me like a week ago and says, "Hey, by the way, here's this new code I have.
1: So you're playing this this Gamatron sp- sound speech. Yes, sound. It's
2: actually it actually is the Orbiter 1. But instead of, and Flight 2000, but instead of saying, uh, what is it? It's saying Gamatron
3: instead. So hold on. Well, the, F- Flight 2000 doesn't actually say Flight 2000 anywhere sure. in the game. I know. One, two, three, four, five, prepare,
0: mission, stand by all systems, go first, stage, second, Gamatron, player, commence, pound down.
3: There you go. So I heard it say I heard it say Gamatron in there, and I know you uh, were curious if the Flight Two Thousand software is going to work on Gamatron. Yeah. Uh, it's going to require a, a, a completely separate build of it. So I'm hoping that Zach can get his machine out of uh, storage or wherever he's got it, so that he can it's try it out. House. Both Gamatrons are at
4: my house. Yeah, Bruce well, they're both right next to each other
3: right now. <laughs> right next to each other. They're both we're half the utility. The well, Bruce, do you, do you have the ability to burn EPROMs? I do. It's called Zach.
0: Yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> I don't have my burner anymore.
2: I used to have it when I worked, where I used to work. It just <laughs> used to have it when work. you worked. Yeah, when I worked, actually. I don't... When I worked at a job, not my bar,
3: you know, so... <laughs> oh, your bar's oh, not problem. a job. Good, okay, no, it's, it's, it's a life.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, the, the, the main problem is is that um, the, the, the way they were able to kind of program Gamatron is that they moved some of the switches around the playfield, so things that i added to flight 2000 like the skill shot for the top lanes the lanes are some of them aren't at the top on gamatron so all of that has to be recoded from scratch and now you're telling me that there's a voice rom available for it so that's going to make it even more difficult because as i said before there were five bytes free and for the gamatron changes i was excited because i could cut out all the speech but now you're telling me i gotta leave the speech in (laughs) fuck yeah you You just tripled my workload
4: workload, bruce (laughs) Do either of our Gamatrons have a speech board in them, or are they both original? No.
2: They're both uh, – well, <laughs> here's the funny thing. Yours is not at all. It has the – you have the, the, uh, the newer board from uh, Pinstar. You have the CPU. You have the, uh, the driver board and the rectifier board and just the light board. On mine, I have the original Bally sound board still in the wiring in the machine. They never took it out.
3: It doesn't actually do anything. Exactly.
4: Free soundboard.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking, free soundboard. Yeah. But, it, uh, you know, it works perfectly. It, I was
2: really surprised. And then when we bought mine and Zach's together, that CPU had a couple issues, didn't it, if I remember correctly?
4: Well, uh, the CPU wasn't actually from Gamatron. It was just some random CPU they threw in, I think. Yeah. Mods done to it that it needed to have done. I hear so you, yeah, but this one worked perfect. Scratch.
2: Yeah, this one worked perfect. I was really happy. It had some uh, flaky displays. I had Somebody had a, a hack job of a display. I meant to take a picture of it. This display is the worst solder job and mod job I've ever seen just to get this display to work. And so I just
3: ripped it out. Yeah. I one so <laughs> I one, one thing that I did fix already in Gamatron, I think this was another Zach suggestion, is that the Switch... And the solenoid tests don't show on any of the displays because it's expecting a seven-digit display, so the right digit was always cut off. Mm-hmm. And I did move that over. It's it's uh it's not in the rightmost display. It's it's the next digits over because it was just easy to change one location. Yeah.
1: So Pinstar sold a product that you couldn't use in the platform they told you to use it in,
4: unless you put it on a seven-digit game because they yes. didn't. A seven digit game if you wanted. Okay. So if you're using digits. an old six digit, you're in trouble.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so, as, as two Gamatron owners on the phone, I'll, uh, I'll ask for um, suggestions on um, the Gamatron itself as to whether or not you think they're good changes. But one okay. thing that, that might make a lot of sense is you know how Gamatron is, it's, it's a good game in single ball play. I think. I used to have a Gamatron. I had it right next to my Flight 2000. Mm. But as soon as you get multi-ball, the play field's just way too tight for even you know two balls on the field. What do you think about making a ROM that takes away the multi-ball entirely? It's just a nah. single single ball game? No. Nah. Nobody nah. likes I, that I idea. I don't it
4: at all. I, I, on, on ours, it's pretty easy to control the balls, so I find it <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah. Elwin yeah. on it and start shooting for stuff. What I'd
2: rather see is if you have two, you know, if you have the three ball multi ball, it's a three times play field or two times play field for two balls, and then when you drain, it goes back to.
3: Well, that's point. one of the that's one of the things that I have in the Flight Two Thousand code, but yeah, it only starts the uh, multiply play field scoring. Originally, I had it. I was testing it with, like you just described, three balls in play, three x scoring, but the scores were insanely high. It changed the game from being a I, I don't know what the prevailing tournament strategy would be on flight 2000, probably shoot the right spinner and uh, get that up in a high value. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly wasn't get the multi-ball and, but it changed oh, the game to, yeah, get the, uh, get the multi-ball. Yeah. Cause you can get the 15 X multiplier. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it changed the game to too much to be okay. You got the multi-ball just, you know, catch two balls on whichever flipper you prefer, and then shoot whichever spinner is the single ball is on. And the scores were just astronomical. So I made it a timed multiball where if you shoot the ball walker during multiball, it'll give you 2x scoring the first time. And then it gives you about 15 seconds now, so it's similar to Flash Gordon in the time that it's lit. And then if you shoot it up again during the 15 seconds, it'll make it 3x scoring for the play field for that time period. And then it'll d- decay down to 2x and it'll actually stay active uh even if you drain the multi ball yeah. so I mean it could be some variant on that it's just it the code is all there, it's all in the back end, and you just have to change the parameters to what starts it and advances it so that could be something that could be pretty easily added to it and obviously the the biggest complaint everybody has about flight two thousand and all those multi ball games is that you lock the ball during multi ball and your multi ball's over Mm-hmm.
1: Any other gamatron suggestions can be sent to podcast at com.
2: And then I might be trading my half a Cheetah away.
4: So uh, how many Cheetahs do you own?
2: One. one and a half? Well, well I actually own two, but the head was so wasted, yeah, so waterlogged that I just threw it out. It was falling. When I grabbed it and I actually bought it, it was actually falling apart in the car. The, every bump, you would actually hear the thing going, <laughs> and by the time it got back, <laughs> it actually collapsed on the inner light panel that's how bad this cabinet was the, the head was so i threw that out I only have one i only have a half of one and the uh, jim from the sanctum might be grabbing it for me if he grabs me something it's going to be like a couple different person trade so we'll live for the trade i do i live for the trade
1: yeah i think jim is trying to get like every stern game
2: he is, he is. And he, he goes, I have a heads, I have everything else. All I don't have is a playfield. I showed him my playfield, and he's like, it's better than nothing. Okay.
3: I wish I would have kept the bare cheetah playfield. I actually had a populated cheetah playfield when I owned one oh, many wow. years ago. And I, I stripped all the parts of it. I have all the parts, including the plastics. But I sold the playfield at a pin fest, you know, I have years a ago. Field. I have an NOS playfield. Yeah, you
2: got I, it from went,
3: uh Brazil?
2: Yeah. No, no, that one I got from uh where was that? That was from uh,
3: uh that was uh, yeah, somebody because they heard you on the local. podcast. And, yeah, that uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, I got the the uh meteor so one from Brazil. Speaking of uh, cheetah, which of course is again game, you know, I sold all these classic sterns before they were nice and valuable, thanks to you guys. Yeah, thank um, you.
2: You're
3: welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and um but uh, I mean, cheetah. I mean, what do you what do you play for on cheetah? I'm like, uh everybody seems to shoot like the right the right drop bank, and then you just shoot the spinner, and it's like, well, what about the rest of the playfield? And you have to if you have the the mod roms in there, you have to um, you know time it so you get the uh, the collect bonus at the right time. There should be more to do on it. That playfield's so huge. You can go for multipliers if you're if you're good. Get up top, you know. That's another key
2: yeah
3: uh the, the absolute shot. best way the best way i used to score on it is nobody ever um shoots for the middle drop bank where it's got the scrolling letters or the scrolling stars <laughs> oh yeah, well, i do i do you, yeah I if, you can, get, if you can get that if you can get that center spinner lit for three thousand, that's awesome. like the shot in the game yep yeah, i totally agree yeah
4: that's that's my go-to cheetah strategy is just go for that bank
3: yeah, because nobody else goes for it, and once you have it, it sticks throughout the whole game. So if you can get that on ball one, you're tripling your spins.
4: That's a setting. Okay, Scott, can you remove that setting, please? Uh,
3: sure, of well, course. I, well, I have mine where it holds over because
1: it's it's so hard to get the damn lines half the time. Okay. And that's that's the other thing. The other difference between the blue cheetah code. I call it deep with the different sounds and
3: the proto, proto and, yeah, regular. And,
1: and the regular cheetah code is on the regular cheetah code. If you hit the, the three bank and you don't get the, the grid, like you screw up, you don't get the line. It pauses for a second, almost like it's saying, Hey, you didn't get this. And then it resets the, the okay. blue cheetah ROM. It, it resets it immediately. Like a normal bank. I noticed that little difference that's the okay, only thing. That's it's,
3: actually a pretty. That's a pretty huge difference. Yeah, because then You're going to get the chance to shoot for it again. What I what I was going to say well, nah, is doing it's, no, a mod, it's just,
1: It literally just. It's just a little pause, like before it resets. It's like up, a like millisecond a or like two. A couple se- yeah. Just yeah, just yeah, just to fine. do a little display effect and say, "Hey, you blew this." Where it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that on the blue one. It just resets like any other target <laughs> bank.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that it might be good to because the things off that that center target bank can be valuable and nobody shoots for because it's timed and it is a really difficult shot being at the top of the play field, is maybe there could be a mode where you just stack everything where, okay, the first line's lit, complete it, maybe even make it timed, and then if you didn't complete it, it'll just reset, but if you complete it, it'll go to the next line, and then you would just build up to what probably would be the most valuable award on it would be to light the spinner, I would guess. Unless there's an extra ball or special lighting from it or some you know, some something that nobody cares about in tournament play.
1: Maybe if you get a if you get a line, that line just stays lit, then it kinda goes over it.
4: Yeah, that, that's get, how I saw cheetah, that's how I thought it would work, is like you just continue filling in the grid. You know, or okay. in the right yeah.
1: order. That'd be interesting.
4: Yeah, I that think that, is that is actually could little be little an interesting mod. I mean
3: I mean somebody should give me a cheetah back so that I could develop the code on it, but
1: I could test it for you it's kind of like the RP like some of the later RPG modes in T3 which are cool which mm-hmm. people don't give it its due but you like you'll hit one and it'll it'll stay lit and then it'll scroll past it and you have to time your shot to hit one of the other ones or like when it rotates it'll lock what the one in place that you hit and then it'll skip over it with the lights so yeah like like okay. like fill up the grid instead of cuz technically if you get a line you can get the same line again and it's worthless
3: yeah, exactly. Have, it, have
1: the light just stay on, and then it skips over. It. I mean, the grid's big enough. It's like four by three. Yep. The only thing is when you get to the last line, what's it going to do?
3: Just It's just going to let you collect it. It's just
1: going to let you collect it. That That's the only yeah. problem when you do something like that.
4: One million points. Ooh. Ooh. A
1: million. Oh, my. I like that. <laughs> okay. I, I have a tech thing. Okay. It's more of a question. And actually, I have the answer, but I need more um, specific instructions. And maybe someone out there has done this. So I, I get my Iron Man, right? And it occurs to me when I'm playing it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is the era of Stern where they didn't know what slingshots were, and they're just weak as fuck. They're terrible. And and, and their the earlier games are like that. None of their new games are like that. And for once, I decided, like, well, I wonder why that is. And I started doing some research and it turns out that at some point, I'm trying to remember what game, Tron, Transformers, somewhere in there, they went to from 20 volt slings to 50 volt slings and they changed the, um, the coil. It's like actually a different coil. The one in Iron Man's like a 23800 and then the ones they're using now are like a 16-1000 something.
3: Uh, are they still num- numbering the coils the way they always used to, where the twenty-three eight hundred meant uh, twenty-three gauge uh, wire with I believe so. Turns? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's yeah. the same. So technically, the the newer coils they're using are actually have more windings. They actually have more resistance, but they're running them at fifty volts. So I was I was like, has anyone ever tried to convert this? Because because the problem I have with Iron Man is, you know, I have my sling set up hair trigger tilt, uh, yeah, hair trigger. Where it goes off, but instead of on a game with As real, should... uh, yeah, uh, instead of a game with real slings, where you know ball will come down, and you might get pop, pop, boom, and out it goes. Yeah, pop, pop, drain. Pop, pop, drain, or pop, yep. pop up, or pop, pop something. These these are more, they're more like you're watching mm-hmm. tennis. One, left, right, left, right, yeah. left, right. And I fucking hate it. And you'll start multi-ball, and the whole first ten seconds of multiball, you're watching the thing go back and forth, just waiting to get the or ball. Like... Or
3: if you start double scoring, it's probably going to hit the sling after you start double scoring, and you're like, ooh, look, you doubled your scoring on your slings.
1: It's like either drain or give me the ball, but just don't, yeah. like, so. I'm like, uh, is ah. the mech
3: exactly the same between yes, them? run? and the, 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 mech, only the biggest... mech
1: is the same. The only difference is okay. the coil. So I, at first I thought it was just maybe, oh, I just – but when I saw the coil, the, like I said, the coil had more resistance, so why would it be stronger? And then I did some reading and found out. They changed you – know, you know, it used to be on a 20-volt bus. Can you,
3: get the, uh, can you get the 50 volts? Um, is the 50 volts available anywhere? Yeah, else? yeah. Let, I know let, the yeah, flipper like, yeah, right
0: go. next to it.
1: Well, what, what someone did on Pinside, and it sounded like it should work, but it didn't, and they had the explanation – but I just wanted some clarification exactly what I would need to do if I wanted to do this. What this person did is they took the 50 volts from the pop bumpers, because they're 50 okay. volts. And they ran that over. Because
3: so that makes no sense at all to have the pop bumpers be 50 and the slings be 20. They, well,
1: so they took that over and they, they disconnected the 20 volt. And they probably left the wires together, you know, so the bus is still there, whatever.
0: Yep. So, yeah.
1: and, and they wired this in and they changed the coils to the right coils the coils that they mm. use now. And they figured this would just work. They turned the game on and the coil would just energize. They turned the game off. Like, what the hell? So eventually the person gave up and they put everything back and a discussion came about because the diode is not on the coil, it's on the board. Yeah. So there was a situation where there's like 20 volts on one side of the diode and 50 volts on the other side. So that's why it would, because it was uneven, it would just lock the coil on and it was stated if you wanted it to actually work, what you'd have to do is take the diode off of the board and put it on the coil.
3: It depends on how they're triggered. Um, I don't have any new Stern games, but it probably, if they're just grounding it like they do on all the older games, it shouldn't matter. I mean, this is what I would do to do that. First of all, I wouldn't even change the coils to the new ones. The 2300s would be fine with 50
4: volts. Well, it'd be crazy strong it'd be crazy, but...
1: strong. it'd be crazy strong. I think that's why they switched them.
4: Fun fact is, that's the TNA pop bumper. That's how it's so strong, is they use yeah. a 20 volt rated coil at 50 volts.
3: Well, I don't think the coils are actually what's rated at different voltages. I mean, it's 23800, it's 23 gauge wire. It's not well, it's, it's a at 50 that's, volt, 23
4: gauge wire at that voltage.
3: Yeah, it has a certain amount of power at, you know, voltages. And if you increase the voltage, obviously, you're going to, um, I, I think the reason probably why it didn't work is, now, Ron, you measure the resistance on the coils, that's what you're saying?
1: Uh, well, I'm just going by the the windings of the, the coil. I know it's different gauge wire, but one is like 800 windings, the other one's 1,000. So I'm thinking 1,000 is going to have more resistance, and it's going to, it's going to have... You know, I, I'm I'm assuming they upped that because it, it they might went to it 50 volts. It might not volts. because
3: the 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 thicker the wire is, 16 gauge wire is thicker. It has less resistance per foot. So the the 16 1000 might actually have less resistance than a 23 800.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up right now actually. Slingshot.
3: Yeah. I mean, pers- personally, what I would do is is I would isolate the circuit and it possibly. I mean, if you're just feeding 50 volts into it and it's just switching the ground on the other end, it it shouldn't matter Here you go. what that circuit's on, but I don't know 100% about it. So what's the actual volt uh, resistance between the two?
1: I found the post. Stern high-power slingshot conversion. So he said, I have a 20, I have a 20. Okay, he has a 24, and the slingshots suck because they're, you know, they're 20 volts. Yeah,
3: I'm sure that's everything that's wrong with 24.
1: <laughs> hey, I like 24. I was going to move the sling coils... To the 50-volt. He calls them rails. Is that the proper term? I always call them like the power yeah. bus. Okay. The 50-volt rails. So, either is correct. Either is correct. So I installed the, uh, it's actually uh, 26-1200 coils. That's what Stern is using now. I ran the power wire from the pops, disconnected the 20-volt power wire, and left the transistor wire that was there on the coil. The result was that the coil locked on as soon as the high power was engaged. I reverted in, and I reverted the change, and I was fine. So they were asking, you know, why why that happened, let's see, you didn't mix up the diodes on board, who are now conducting, or yeah, the diodes on board, I guess on the board, are now conducting instead of blocking. A solution is given in this picture, the diodes are removed from the board and put on the sling coils themselves. So yeah, in the original design, there was 20 volts on each side of the diode. Therefore, no current flow. After changing the voltage to the coil, you now have 50 volts on one side of the diode and 20 on the other. The diode passes current in that direction, so the coil energizes.
3: Um, it's it, If the original coil, is a, uh, you said it was a 26-1200? Yeah, it's a 23-800. Oh, it's 23-800. Oh, the one in 24 is
1: a 26-1200. Uh, no, that's what he changed Whatever it to. Whatever that person posted. That's what he changed it to. It would have been a 23-800 originally.
3: Okay, yeah. Um.
1: So hmm. my questions are more like: So if it says take the diode off of the board, does that mean you just cut it, or do you have to jumper it, or what? What, what, it, what does that mean?
3: I'd have to look at the actual schematics to the to the the Spike system.
1: That's a SAM system.
3: SAM. I'd have to look at the SAM system schematics. I could put to it in chat, what, but you, you know,
1: since since you don't believe in computers,
3: I'm sitting in front of a computer. Right?
4: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm trying to find it myself and I I'm having trouble even finding the schematics online for it.
1: Yeah. But it's like basically I'm asking cuz I want to do this. I want I want to get it on the 50 volt and I want 50 volt slings on my iron man. So whatever I have to do to get this to work. And, and it says and this basically says if you do it this way it'll work, but I want to make sure I'm I'm reading it correctly. Okay, and it. like what a, when you say take the diodes off the board, do you just cut it? Do you have to jumper something on the board, so the, the diode is now uh, on the coil? I would think you, you would
3: have to jumper. You'd have to That's jumper what I'm thinking. Back. Because otherwise I, you don't have a complete circuit. Mm-hmm.
4: I think you don't jumper on the board. You just cut off the board and you add the diode to the coil. I think that should do it, looking at the schematics.
1: Okay, yeah, because he okay, has so the schematics schematic. right Hold on, I'm, I'm emailing. All
4: the doing is connecting the coil's pin to 20 volts. You, know, you don't want to jumper that because then you just...
3: Okay, so the, uh, oh, the the diode is actually on the uh, on the rail side then, the, the plus side.
4: Yeah, it's the, it's the same as like a WPC. They move their diodes off too to the driver board. Okay,
3: yeah, then, then Ron, what Zach just said is correct.
1: So, and I would use the same diode, whatever it was that was on the board?
3: Yeah, you can the, use anything like a 1N4004 up to like a 7.
1: Okay, because I, I want to try this because it just, I have everything else perfect on that game right now and that's like the only thing that just bugs the shit out of me it's like i'd rather have it just sling fling, drain than to do tennis back and forth for 10 seconds yeah, that, that, it's that's, that's like give me the ball game, give I me the that. ball yeah okay that was my tech question i'll check that off yeah
3: I, and i mean i don't even really think you need to change the coil i try it with the new coil first and just see how it is or try it with the original original
4: I, I would right. I would be wary of that, because you're going to be drawing a lot more amps. The board might not be rated for it on the transistor.
1: Yeah, I was figuring I would just... I'm Almost just trying too. to make it like their current games, and it's the same Mac, so I figure I can use the same coil, run it at 50 volts, and it should be the same result. I should have the same power. And this is the SAM games, too. They have the ridiculous, like... You know, you can set the coil power at weak, normal, or strong, and you change it, and it literally does nothing. I have never noticed a difference in any way of changing those settings,
3: ever. It's probably the, the pulse that it's supplying. Do they switch with MOSFETs, or do they use uh,
4: actual, like, transistors? So Stern is using MOSFETs for the 50 volts and uh, yeah, transistors, transistors for the, for the 20. 20 volts, which is also what concerns me yes
2: yeah i don't think i don't
4: i think you have rated for 50 volts at that level oh, the, and
3: any uh, that means that ron that the the coil strength setting is they probably refer only to the ones that you're using the mosfets on because they're probably driving it with the uh, pvm to control the voltage so that's going i can to change
1: it. the uh power of my pop bumpers wow that's great
3: um like some, some people pop-upers. care about that
1: mm-hmm. some, uh, people do. some people don't okay i mean i don't want them to be weak but i i'm um, yeah like I remember back, back in back in the day, and you remember this, people be like, "I want to change, I want to cha- make my flippers stronger." And it's like I went into the coil strength and chain and upped it to max, and my co- my flippers are still we- the same. They don't seem to be any different.
3: Mmm. No I mean, there's only right? so much you can do um, for the for the the pulse changes. I mean, I mean, it depends on what the transistor is that's driving it. I mean, WPC games all use normal transistors to drive their coils at uh you know nominally 50 volts so i think you're okay with the slings on that circuit um, They use like the a...
4: 36 c's for the 50 volts though not tip 102s don't they don't they reserve the tip 102s for the 25 volt low power
3: probably so you might have to add on a little board run that uh has some tip 36 c's on it so you don't blow your uh 122s or 120s whatever's on there it might work
4: with the 120s, but you have, you're risking possibly blowing the 120, depending. We have to see
3: well, the, the 102 is stronger, though, so if it has a 102, it'll, it'll be okay. Uh, I don't know how many amps the 102 can sync, so... I mean, we're yeah, talking a really what... short pulse. So, again, if anyone, the, if anyone please.
1: listening has done this mod already and had success, please let us know at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com.
3: Ron, this is, what you, this is what you do. If you want to try it and, and not blow anything up, Put a fuse holder in line with it when you move over the fifty volt. And then if your transistor does blow so that you don't, you know, blow other components on the on the board, at least you'll just blow the fuse for the uh, slings. And then just put a uh like a, a one and a half amp uh slow blow in it. And it shouldn't blow for normal use, but if it does take out one of your transistors, at least you'll kill the fifty volts down to your slings. Okay. Good. Good. And if you blow it up, uh, Zach will be happy to fix your board for you. Free of charge.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I have something I want to talk about. Yes. Before we go into anything else, I want to put the names out to all the people who bought gift certificates from the Silverball Ball Saloon. I'm not going to put last names. I'm just going to put your first name and initial at the back side. But I wanted to thank these people and say, you know, we're very appreciative of me and Kathy for helping us out a little bit with bills and everything else. Everyone thinks, like, this is so easy, and it's not. Unfortunately, it isn't. So uh, we have actually five from the one person. is Missy. Uh, she didn't give a last name because she actually owns a company, so she's giving to her employees. Deb B., Jeff S., Ben B., Justin D., Chuck L., Jeff T, Eric R, Rob S, Jim P, Brian G, Tiana, and Andy. I know those. That's why there's no last name for them. Uh, Steve P, Tom Andre A, Judy D, and Dan D, Matt M, Jen K, Pete I, Brian B, Ryan C, Brad L, and Dennis. From your podcast. Those are the people who have gotten gift certificates from us. Me and Kathy are very grateful. and I wanted to give a personal thank you to all you guys. It's helping out. When we finally do open. <laughs> and if you do want to buy one. We are still offering them up. You can email us at. com, Or you can email the bar at. The Silverball Saloon. I think it's the Silverball. I got to check myself. Yeah, you
1: got to check because everyone keeps telling me the Silverball Saloon doesn't work, or, or Silverball. It's Silverball Saloon. It's Silver not Ball the. Saloon. So what he's been telling you the last uh, three episodes are wrong. That's the website. So the it's website. Silverball Silver Saloon. Saloon at gmail.com That's yes, Yes,
2: but the website is the Silverball Saloon. Hmm. Uh. So thank you, guys.
1: So did anyone see my character's debut? This past Monday?
2: Your character? I thought you had a person over. Yeah, Stu. Oh,
1: well, you said a character. He's yeah, a he character. Yeah, he is a character. He <laughs> is a, did you see him? He's a
4: real character.
1: He is a real character. Yes. He played my Iron Man. He blew, he blew up the Iron Man. He, he, he took the GC. Blew away my score. You suck.
4: He put in your initials. He put my initials in. It in
1: pissed me off. I have to talk to him about that. <laughs> Scott and, has no uh, idea what think, we're talking about.
2: I think you should have sang the whole song. Stu should have sang the whole song.
1: What's uh, no? I'm not going to get in trouble. I don't want to get booed uh, well, off Twitch. You,
2: you would not get in trouble, but Stu got it in trouble.
1: Yeah, but it's my channel. It's our channel. I let him be on the channel. We we can't get we, we can't get banned. But your but, but his cock is community property. Uh, <laughs> so appropriate that he started with a Steel Panther song. He was quite of upset when I is. told him he couldn't sing that. I know. But um, Stu will be back this Monday. Good. Well, by the time this airs, it'll be this past Monday.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he will be doing f- three songs. He tells me this time.
2: Okay. And what game he's gonna be playing? Since we. uh after...
1: we don't know. It's always a mystery. The game's a mystery until wow. until yeah. I mean, I know what it is, but I can't tell you.
2: Well, you can tell us because guess what? Then you know. Oh, it's, it's going to air after... afterwards. So yes. Exactly. So, so Yeah,
1: you're right. It's Demo Man. Okay. He'll be playing some Demo Man.
2: People ask some questions on there. Was he? Re- is he related to uh,
1: Python? I don't know. He is from Romania. Okay. Okay. And, and he is he, he's, he's a nineteen seventy-eight Playboy launch party champion. Yes. Which he tells me he was like ten years old when he did that. So he's not impressed with all these young kids who were really good at pinball because he won when he was ten. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to know how he got into the Playboy launch party when he was ten years old, but. Good personal friend of uh,
2: of what's his name. The owner of Playboy. Hugh Hefner.
1: Hugh Hefner, yeah. Hugh Hefner. Yeah, the guy yeah. in the back glass. Yes. So yeah, I got good feedback. Yep. So Stu will continue to do his thing.
2: Maybe you'll we'll have to get some other people come on eventually. Eventually. One day. Yeah. One day in the future. <laughs>
1: yeah, in the future.
2: Uh so do we be mail in a mail ball bag?
1: Uh we do. We do. We get mail ball right. bags. Is full. Uh, yeah, yes, it's it's oh full. Oh
3: well, let's drain wow. that thing. Drain yeah, that
1: thing.
2: Drain it, big boy. Well,
1: we got an email from Eric T. Oh, you you may be aware of this. It appears he is the owner of our Black Knight Two Thousand. I know. This I is this that. is crazy. So, I think Vance is responsible for both sales at this point. Okay, because <laughs> if I remember. You know, Bruce had Black Knight 2000. He sold it to me. Then when I was going to sell it, I remember, I think Vance came up to me at Allentown. said, I have someone here that's actually from Albany who, who wants a Black Knight 2000. So he ended up buying it. But then he eventually got tired of it and wanted to sell it. Understandable. Yeah. So then he, he threw Vance again. Vance like, I know someone in Rochester who was looking for a Black Knight 2000. So it went back to Rochester. Which is hilarious to me. So I went from Rochester to Albany, back to Rochester, and I he he sent some pics of it, and I did confirm 100%. It is definitely that hours. Black Knight. Yeah, it's definitely, Which I thought the funniest part was it had it had some 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 newbie moments from Bruce. Huh? Yeah, I I thought this was awesome. I gotta I gotta read this. What do you see? Oh, here we go. Hi everyone, this, this is Bruce posting to probably um, news group. Yeah. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. I have a problem with. Oh, uh, your spelling is this awesome. Then problem with ha Black Knight 2000. The lower playfield light just go out. They don't come back on for a while, but the attract lights are on fine. What could it be? Any help? Just yell out. Thanks, Bruce.
2: Burn connector, probably.
1: Uh, yes, that's what they suggested. Uh, connector is yep, broken was. or burnt. Yep. See? Yeah, that's how I guess. That's a newbie moment.
4: Yeah, well. See, everyone's
1: got to start somewhere, folks.
4: Yeah. That'd be a good segment. Just find, like, someone's earliest tech post online. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Dream. Yep. That would be funny. What my first one is.
1: I can tell you mine. Let's go.
4: Stop pinball.
1: So that was... um. 2001, you said. 2001. Yeah, but I know uh, I got it earlier. Uh, we have a clarification here. This is from Chris C, who was the one who sent my uh, what he wanted my streaming or Stu's streaming stage name to be. And it was you. Remember, we were saying you jazz coke and all this stuff. We were trying to figure out how we were supposed to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be you, you jazz cock. So, mm. huge-ass cock. Get it? Mm. There you go. And then we had a suggestion from Ryan, Ryan K., who thought we should do a, a Stern bracket using Stern Electronics games. Now, see, while I think that's a good idea, I think, unfortunately, me and Bruce's views on this are too close, and we would probably pick the same game for, like, every matchup. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, probably. So maybe for a future episode we'll do this, but don't be surprised if we both come up with the same game. That's the uh, top. I, and I, you know what? In the back of my head, and I'm sure one of our longtime listeners could answer this, I thought we did that once.
2: Yes, I think we did. I
1: think we did a... It was either a bracket, or we may have done a, um, one of our head-to-heads where we used all the Stern Electronics games. Mm-hmm. I thought we did something like that.
3: Yeah, I think you did, and I, I think uh, something like uh, Quicksilver one.
1: Yeah, I think something like Quicksilver one. I think you are correct.
3: Alright. That
1: was the mailbag. Mm hmm. You're still looking up posts?
2: Yep, I am. I found one from nineteen ninety four. Wow. Yeah. That's
4: old I am.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Zach was probably not even alive yet, possibly.
2: He might have been a gleam.
1: Gleam
2: <laughs> gleaming dad's eyes
1: <laughs> oh
2: god i'm fucking old yes you are <laughs> let's see i'm trying to find the oldest one
3: well, that definitely predates anybody that i know personally that was on rgp then so bruce has been out the record holder yeah great yeah 1994 my
2: sky my space ace at skylands.net wow
1: that's like 10 years before I even had a game.
3: Yeah. I wasn't even on the internet in 1994. Really? My father was because of work.
2: That's how I was able to get on the computers. Williams was still there making yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, still in Good. business. Yeah. Wow. Yes, they were. So was Gottlieb.
1: So was Gut- oh, Gutlub. Yeah. Capcom wasn't even around yet.
2: Oh, it was so bad. I was using, I remember exactly what we were using. We were using Netscape.
1: Netscape Navigator, baby. Yeah, it was
2: bad. I mean and we had dial up. It was at least it wasn't mosaic. Oh no. we were past mosaic, thank God. But we were on Netscape, we were doing dial up, and anytime you went on any website that even had like a graphic on it, it would take like a minute just to download one picture.
3: (laughs) I was like, Oh my god. And and what kind of graphical websites were you going on in a couple.
2: There was a couple. Here's the funny thing. In 89 and 90, my father worked for, at the time, Bell Atlantic, which became Verizon. My dad had at the house and at his work a video phone from 1989, which used phone lines.
1: So very Star Trek there.
2: It was very Star Trek back in 89.
1: But wouldn't that require the other person to also have said same yeah, phone? He had
2: one at- He had would work, and he had one for – because they would do – uh they would actually do almost like a, a one person, con- you know, one person to another person.
1: Early Zoom.
3: Exactly, very early Zoom. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Wow. It was just called Zip instead of Zoom. Zip.
2: zip.
3: <laughs> zip. Or Zilch. Zilch. <laughs> no, Zilch was the video phone from the World's Fair from 1960. There you go. It felt like it. It uh, was pretty choppy and black.
1: It was. It was only a screen like two inch by two inch. Oh my! It was really small. Is it like postage stamp videos back in the day, like Real Player? Anyone remember those? Oh, God. Remember Real Player? Yes. Are you ready, Bruce, for the System 11 matchup?
2: Yes, we are. The System 11 matchup. And we have two other players with us today. So I already have.
1: This was a suggestion from one of our listeners, too. So we do listen to you.
2: Yes, we do. So if you want to give us more. Come along for the ride. We have four people who are going to be doing the draft with us today, of course. Our, our guests are going to be included on picking their best. First, they're going to try their best game, and then whatever's available left.
1: Basically, we're doing a draft for System, a system 11 games, and one thing we forgot is we need team names.
2: I'm going to be seeing more Butts.
1: Uh, so your team name is Seymour Bus
2: <laughs> because I we have Scott Seymour.
3: <laughs> nice,
1: <laughs> very good,
3: Bruce. C- I, I don't C-more. think I have an inventive team name. I, I'll be inventive. Inventive team name. Inventive. Team oh
4: name. God! Well, you, you took mine. I was going to be Team Two.
2: <laughs> you can Actually, still be Team Two. You be Team One, Zach, because you are the first player to pick. He or could be Batman. It.
4: No, I still want to be Team 2 if I'm first.
2: Okay, Team 2. Uh, I'm going to be Force 2. Force 2, so you can be a dickhead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, in the, I'm literally the penis game.
2: And, Scott, what
3: was your uninventive team name? Oh. Uh,
1: um, remember, remember the name of your tournament? What was it? Um, Tournament Twain. without an interesting name. Twain. Twain. P. Twain. Pinball Tournament without an interesting name.
3: Yeah. And it's up to uh, revision, uh, I think, uh, 9. P. Twain nine.
1: You should just be P. Twain then.
3: So here, yeah, I'll here's, be, be P. Twain then. He's P.
1: Twain.
2: Okay, hold on, let me scratch out it again. P. Twain.
3: He's a
1: pinball tournament without an interesting name. I'm a penis game. Yes. Zach I'm is, butts. Is, is is yeah. You're Seymour Butts and Zach is Team Two.
2: Okay, so Zach, you are the first person to pick. So you get the choice of System 11, 11 A. B or C games, which is your pick?
4: And what am I picking based on? You what you think is the best game? What so I think, to, or what I think will be chosen as best game.
1: Uh well, okay. We, well, we're putting this on, we're putting this on Facebook and asking the listeners. So I'm who guessing who
4: got the
2: best five games. Y-
1: who, yeah. So who you, would, want a, okay. yeah, you want to get, because we know Zach's tastes tend to be a little different.
4: Yes, they are. I'll take high speed then.
1: High speed original, which he hates. So that's he's playing it well. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: My, I am the second person to pick. This is all random. And Seymour Butts will be picking Whirlwind. The next pick is
1: Scott. F
2: fourteen. F fourteen.
1: Wow. I'm. You are last. I get the last pick here. That sucks. Don't I get two picks in a row though? You get it the way it usually works. Yeah, so that's how it goes yeah. zigzag. All right, so I will take. Hold on, I'm checking these off as people pick them. So yeah, I don't you should. Screw I, up. I
2: have it all. So writing them down yeah. right now as we speak.
1: All right, uh, I will take. Yeah, I'll take taxi.
2: Taxi, 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 and
1: and around.
2: That was coming. Okay. Scott, you are the next pick. Uh, I will take for my second pick Roller Games. Roller Games. I am the next pick, and I am picking Radical. Zach, you get to pick two in a row. All
4: right. uh, I'll take Bonsai Run.
2: Bonsai Run. Okay.
4: And uh, Swords of Fury.
1: Ah, oh, that's right. A lot of people like that game for some reason.
4: Yes, I don't yeah, know. for some reason. The music. Yes. Wait, do you mean Banzai Run or Swords of Fury?
1: Swords of Fury. Swords of Fury. Well, everyone likes Bonsai Run, right?
4: For some reason.
1: I hate Bonsai Run.
4: <laughs> Me too.
2: <laughs> okay, my pick, and I am picking Space Station. Good choice. Okay, Scott. Diner. Thiner. That wasn't going to last too long. Ron, you get to pick two in a row.
3: I'll
1: do Earthshaker. Okay. And Elvira and the Party Monsters.
3: Scott. Uh, Dr.
2: Dude. Dr. Dude. Okay, and it's back to me now.
1: Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Grand Lizard.
4: All right, I'll take you get Cyclone.
2: Rosac, your last two. Cyclone.
4: And Pinbot.
2: Pinbot. Back to me. Oh boy, my last pick. Ah, it's a heads up. I don't know which one I want to do. Millionaire. <laughs> You're not swaying me. Trust me, it's only one of two.
1: Box behind. Uh, no, Bull gosh, no. Bull sharks. Bull
2: sharks. <laughs> if you tell me police force, I'm going to really snack you. Police force. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with the most popular one I think on here, Black Knight
1: 2000.
3: Scott, you get the pick. This is, this is my
2: last, next pick. last pick, right? This is your last pick. We're only doing five. You got four already of F14, Roller Games, Diner, and Dr. Dude. Okay, uh, I'm going to say Bad Cats. Bad Cats. Bad Cats. Zach. I'm oh, sorry, Ron, your last pick and the last oh. draft pick.
1: Ah.
2: Uh. Yeah, you don't have much.
1: A no. Couple. But there's ones I do like, but I don't know if that's what our listeners will like. You know, like, I like Road Kings, but I don't know if listeners will like Road Kings. You like Road Kings? I like oh. Road Kings.
2: <laughs> See, I told you, Scott.
1: Wait no. a minute. If Scott doesn't like it, and usually, yeah, people are the opposite of Scott. Maybe I should pick Road Kings. Millionaire. Millionaire. No. There's, no, there's one I'm
2: surprised nobody picked yet. Cyclone? You know no.
1: Pinbot. Cyclone. No, Pinbot oh, was picked. Sack picked Pinbot. sack picked Pinbot. Yeah.
3: Oh, he did. That's right. Sorry. That's right. That was one. So, sorry. So, Cyclone so, is the one that I'm surprised nobody's picked. Yeah. I no. Not pick a big cyclone.
1: No, pick. someone picked Cyclone.
3: Uh, no, they have not.
2: Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they did. did. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah.
1: What do I have so far, Bruce? What are my games?
2: Okay. Your picks right now. Let's go over. If you want, I'll go over everyone's or just want yours
1: right now. I'll just mine for now.
2: Axie. Uh-huh. Mousing around. Earthshaker, Elvira, and the Party Monsters.
1: Alright, what's what's a complimentary? You know, I'm gonna go for the weird. I'm gonna take Transport or the Rescue.
2: Transporter the Rescue. That's actually the best one, I think, so far, out of the rest. Yeah, it's a good game.
1: Yeah, but most people, I don't know if they played it, so I might have hurt myself there.
2: Okay, so here we go. Here's gonna be your lineups to show off. Zach, team two is high speed bonsai run swords of fury cyclone and pin for seymour butts it's whirlwind radical space station grand lizard and black knight 2000 scott f14 roller games diner dr dude and bad cats and for Ron for Force Two, sorry, Scott's team was P Twain. And Ron for Force Two is Taxi, Mousing Around, Earthshaker, Elvira to Party Monsters, and Transporter to the Rescue.
1: Oh, just guaranteed victory.
2: For me, yeah, thanks. For I me, agree. yeah.
1: I, I just no no one's close to that. Now
2: now if you want, we can talk this over for a few seconds of what you think is your good points and bad points, or you just wanna
1: Or we could see if we want to do any trades.
3: Yeah, Trade, like one. <laughs> Like, Bruce is going to trade away Whirlwind. Obviously, that's going to win. Of course. Uh,
2: No, I don't want to trade. I'm very happy with my games. Oh, see. So, okay. <laughs> Are you? You don't sound
1: like you're happy. Oh, I just thought it'd be a cool little... I'm just thinking oh, like of an actual draft.
3: Oh. I don't, I don't know if Ron ever... Uh, if you actually picked any of the System 11 games you actually own.
1: Uh, Mousen.
3: Mousen, you own. Oh, yeah, that's true. One.
1: That's one, yeah.
2: He's never owned any of the others. I
1: think nice I, I, I picked
3: all his other picks. Yeah. All his other games. Yep, I think you did. It's going to be tight.
1: It's going to be really tight, boys. And you're going to actually put it up on the...
2: Yes, I am going to put it up this... Uh, right, I'll probably, uh, probably tomorrow. Come listen in.
4: Here's the teams, but not who chose... Who, who exactly. Wasn't...
2: The team and... Really and the, yeah. at it. There you go. That would be even better. Here are the four groups of games. Who picked what? And you can put the the names we could try that first.
3: Yeah, uh, that's all right. That works. I like that for the
2: beginning, and then we can post it afterwards. Like just say like,
3: or you, you don't even have to post the team names. Just post these are the groups of four.
2: Yeah, who you who'd know that each what? of these
3: people yeah, yeah, pick. Yeah, they're not what? gonna.
2: Yeah, and then who who has the best who has the best games, and then nobody'll know who what it is until well they'll know after we listen. But I'll post that tonight.
1: Yeah, you can put the team names. No one's gonna know. Well, other than Seymour Butts, they'll probably figure that's you. Or Scott. It could be. See that that actually could throw hey. them, yeah, unless hey? they know what P. Twain means, which probably hardly anyone is going to know what that means.
2: Yeah, only a couple of old uh, PA guys in Jersey and New York guys know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, if Zach was around in those days, it would have been more fun. It was Scott's Scott's collection. Yeah, P. Twain
3: so. isn't even. Uh, it's not even on the first page of uh, Google results. What? Fail. Oh. Fail. Oh wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Um actually it's it's the third page, but it's the IFPA link to it.
1: <laughs>
2: and Ron, next time we'll do system three through with three through seven, Williams?
1: Okay.
3: You can do that again. I mean you're you're hundred and forty five episodes in obviously there's gonna be some repeats. Oh of course. And probably some different opinions. Like some people okay. might like uh hot tip better now than they used so- to.
1: And some people might just completely change their opinion, like I don't know. Bruce might have. I think yeah. Dennis did. Yeah. I think Dennis did. No, I think you did. It went from like <laughs> shit game to, oh, no, I like it.
2: Hey, no, I said it was an okay game because of the, the multi-ball. Stop. The, the, Stop. Look is still te- the look is still terrible. I admit am, it.
1: I am pretty. If, what, what
2: game are you referring to? Bad Girls.
1: Yeah, he said how it was complete shit. And then, he, what, two years later? It's it's one of their better Gottlieb games.
3: Because well, I think the key is that you you badmouth the games that you want to own but you don't own yet, so the value goes yeah. down. It's the opposite of the classic Stern. Well, I'm doing all,
1: right yeah, all wrong. Yes, doing all wrong. But Bruce doesn't own Bad Girls, so he's failed.
2: Yeah, I, I've proven that I can make more money on on some of our games, <laughs> right, Ron? <laughs> well, he's this is what nice. I
3: want next, people. I want a fucking all I want a Stern E. That's that's one of the MPU two hundreds that I was never able to actually acquire, but you know I Mister Cheapy, my standard offer is two hundred dollars. So really, not surprised not I wasn't able to get now. one. Come on, it's not two fifty now. Um, uh, you know Maybe people uh, if it has like an tech board in it, then I'll be like, okay, I'll give you fifty bucks for that because I can sell it for one hundred fifty. God Almighty! But I I would definitely if anyone wants if they're selling
2: or trading, I'm interested in Ollie because I'm getting down to where I'm happy with my Stern collection.
1: I'm pretty much already happy, I have to say. Someone asked me that recently, and it's like, you know, I, I think I have just about all the ones I want at this point.
2: Well, as I said, I the, all trade, ones I want. the trade I have coming up with the Cheetah, it definitely will help towards my list and goals.
3: Yeah, I don't think I'm uh, uh, chasing any, any classic Sterns. I mean, I've owned almost all of them anyway at one point. There's many that I wouldn't rebuy. Hurry, yeah, hurry, hurry. Yeah, split second is not the greatest game in the world.
1: It's not terrible. There's
3: one on eBay for three thousand. That's all.
1: Uh, that's ridiculous, but yes, yes, it is. I forgot how much speech and and like it actually did the circus thing. No, <laughs> well,
3: that's all it did. There's no background sound in the game cycles. at
2: all, and cycles and cycles. You want to shoot yourself after? Hurry,
1: hurry, <laughs> yeah. hurry, hurry.
2: So, I have a couple buy it now. I have a couple would you buy that or would you not buy that?
1: Okay, so we'll we'll finish up with that.
2: What we do is we go on eBay. I search for games that would we buy or would we not buy. So, if everyone's on their computers in front of you, I have a couple of numbers. Go. Uh eBay number 283 862 246 Eight
1: six eight. Oh, okay. One one of these. One of these. Well, uh, no, this is for Stu.
4: It could be the game that he won on.
1: It could be the game he won on. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, obviously, it's that's probably why it costs so much. I just
3: have to, I just have to say something about this, well, and wait, uh, there's I a know couple things. It's a couple of things. You know what I'm thinking? The first, the well, first, of course, is everybody's like, well. They didn't take the glass off, but they didn't even clean the dust off. Nope. And why the fuck did they put a picture of the back of the machine?
2: No, the best is actually—I think it was a a well-in-doubt girl that maybe was reaching over the machine because there's two circles in the dust.
1: <laughs> oh God, yes, you're right. <laughs> They're a little too much, uh, too perfect to be circles. So
2: okay, okay,
1: maybe she was trying to reach for the back glass. Either, either <laughs> that or they maybe they weren't natural and that's why they're perfectly round. Alright, like well
3: there there's there's many um red flags here. This guy has less than ninety-five percent positive feedback.
1: Did we say what the game was, by the way? It's Valley Playboy. It is not, oh
3: it's it's a it's a Playboy. Nineteen
1: seventy eight Playboy.
3: Put it this way, when I bought my Playboy, which is a project, I, I paid, you know, much less than the, the buy it now, three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. And it's in better shape than this one.
4: Yes. Don't this one actually looks too bad cosmetically.
3: No, it cut, well, you don't
2: – the front – the problem is the front panel and the side, you, they usually fade, and you can't tell because it's, a, it's a two great pictures that you got from it. Oh, no, it's it's faded. You can tell from the front.
3: Yeah, the front is faded, but I don't know about the sides. Um, You can tell. It's not – it's supposed to be a really deep, hot pink. Strangely, yeah. the apron isn't faded. Usually, that's faded. The extra dust that's on the glass probably saved that. Yeah, and the back glass isn't peeling at all on the bottom either, which they started. Around, you can't uh, really tell that you from, can't the tell picture, from the front picture, but distance. it probably is not.
4: Yeah. Okay. Added challenge here. Who can name the other four games in these in these pictures? Oh,
1: um, well, Street Fighter, Street 2, Fighter. Yeah. I forgot that Monopoly. Yep.
4: Yeah. And the
1: f- fourth. Well, I think he wants the that- four other games because there's part of a. There's a corner. No, no, the
2: Playboy. Is that Playboy? That's the other Playboy, Stern.
1: Uh yes. Yes. You are correct.
3: What about the game about the game that's behind the Street Fighter? That one's tough.
1: Yeah, that one's tough. You you are godlike if you can get that. Literally there's just a picture of a plunger in a in a lockdown bar corner. No art, no nothing. Hold on. It's Bally. So, you know, it's Valley by the shape of the lockdown bar. Yeah.
2: Lockdown. and yeah. The shape of the lockdown bar and the uh, side railings. The freedom.
1: Yeah.
2: Are the colors, the red, white, and blue almost.
1: How can you even see the colors? I don't even see this. The colors yeah, uh, there's a, light there's
3: light like outside. a streak of, of red that you can see. Yeah. And it's blue. Like, and where. Now, the white is part of the lockdown bar the next game over, I think. Is it? Or it's where.
1: Yeah, I don't know,
2: but I it's definitely a bally, but I can't tell you what it is. Let's see if he's selling another game. Let's see if he has to sell, oh, see it's other like items. Oh, like detective
1: right. work. I love it. Uh, that's it's smart. Not see of other freedom. items. <laughs> yes. We were right partially.
3: It is a oh, bally 6 million dollar man. 6 million dollar man.
1: Oh, there it is.
3: Ron's favorite. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah, yeah this my favorite. For the game. All these games are awesome pricing. We have a Street Fighter 2 yeah. for $3,000. A Stern Playboy, a Stern Stern, yeah, Stern Playboy for five thousand dollars. Yes. Monopoly for four thousand dollars, and a Six Million Dollar Man for three thousand dollars. Wow! None
2: of them actually are shown working, and only two pictures per.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: Always oh, a second, and great Monopoly description is- too.
1: Yeah, what what description? Exactly,
2: the Monopoly is working.
3: Uh you sure that Monopoly is in a stock photo from somewhere? It looks like a different background.
2: It does look like a different background, but yeah.
3: Yeah, he's got one of it working with a red background. And then if you look at the other pictures, and, and he took a picture of the back of the, the box again. I know. Interesting, interesting sales I it? technique.
4: The, first, the back half and the front half. That's all
3: yeah. So anyway, getting back to the core question, no, I would not buy that. Oh, no, I would not buy this either. Of course not.
4: I would not buy any of those games. Mm-hmm.
2: He took two no, pictures two,
1: two pictures per and a monopoly for some reason he put a stock picture mm-hmm. in addition to the other one.
2: Probably that bad.
1: Okay. Yeah, pretty scary.
2: There's been nothing great pricing, but here we go. Here's another one I had a chuckle about. Ticket number one four three five oh four nine eight four five seven three. Oh.
1: <laughs> Cybernaught.
3: Well, this guy has 100% positive feedback. So uh, It's uh, located in California, so it's possible that the uh, California market is generally a little more expensive. But uh, to buy it now, $3,000 for a Cybernaught. He's got more than one picture.
1: The game has just been serviced. Plays 100%. It has been thoroughly cleaned and waxed normal wear from use and age. New rubbers installed and all light bulbs replaced. The cabin is in good original condition with minor marks and imperfections. See pictures.
3: Okay, he's got a lot of pictures. Didn't take the glass off. Well, he
1: didn't take the glass off. The
3: uh, Looks like this one he did. He uh, okay. pulled the glass down.
1: Actually, yeah, he took a lot of pictures. Yeah, which is nice. How's the description? What does the description say? Are the flippers supposed to not be aligned like that? Are they offset?
4: No. Okay. Is this the one with the bent playfield? Yes. I was like that.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like... What was the other one? The um, Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. In the same the spot, Phantom actually.
4: of the Opera is a mech. Yeah, it's just a mech.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's a mech it's a that one, opens... and
4: in, it does it. it though.
3: But it's in the same spot. Yeah, pretty much the same spot. Uh, I would not buy that, only because Cybernaut is a flaming turd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zach... Do you think they took the parts for Xenon off the rack? Because literally, that is the same ramp yeah. and tube from, oh, from yeah. Xenon, just, yeah, the other, just, just, just the other, way, just reverse, just reverse. Yes, even like the same block area type thing.
4: And that's not quite the same ramp. Well, it the doesn't. It's not a saucer, thinner.
1: but it, it looks it looks the same. I would not buy this either.
2: One more, one three three four zero four two zero nine. Three, three, five. Not for that price, Bruce.
1: What are you doing <laughs> with these games? I thought we we're in a bad market.
2: We are in a bad market. These people are just on crack and cocaine. Uh, it actually is not a bad one because a Harlem Globe Trotters for
3: dollars five
1: hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, it's in nice shape, but uh, not not Harlem Globetrotters is not a $5,500 game. No, no, no.
2: And it's still got the, uh, the play field that yeah. has the uh, cupping. The, play, the the cabinet's beautiful, I will say that. And the back glass is nice. It looks like they redid it. So Yeah, it does look like it redid. In the background, what do you see? That's what I was going towards. The
3: Galaga, Galaga machine? Yeah. A pin bot? A Is that a pin bot? Oh, no, wait. That's it's a... Scorpion Space
2: Time well, It's got some games back there in his Back of a shop
1: I have a question What's that? Look at the at the Harlem Where the two spinners are The white post that's sitting right in the center Is that supposed to be what there? What the hell? What is that? That's, let's see uh, That looks, looks, looks like an extra post added post. Post. Yeah, an extra post Yeah, it's an extra post Yeah, it's an extra
2: post But that's why? Like, it's not not, post, though.
3: And it's not drilled centered either <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But why is it and
3: there? Then, and I mean, he did all this work to the machine and the coin door, the center slot just has a piece of masking tape over
2: it. Well, no, no. Here's the, here's the funny thing. If you look at that picture, there should be two posts blocking There should be two mini the posts.
1: Spinner. And they probably, the mini you know spinner. what happened? The mini posts broke off. Yes. So the, the the idea for replacing it was just put a big post in front of where the two posts are because the holes are still there.
4: Yeah, exactly. But cut the post in half to make it a mini post. That's how that works, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: And the drop targets are
4: not and, right. Yeah. They also uh, the center pop bumper cap is on backwards.
1: Oh good catch. That always right. the card. light
4: doesn't even work on it either. Oh yeah. And I like how they used all uh, nylon lock nuts on top of the plastics to hold them down instead of anything from that air at all.
3: Oh yeah. I prefer the rubber nuts, that way you you pop a rubber net off rather than actually break your plastics. And they're yeah. also yeah, way we, easier
2: to remove. Yes, they are.
3: you guys missed. I got another. I got one for you. That's a similar sponsored item.
2: Oh, okay. Go ahead.
3: Item number two, two, three, nine, nine, one, nine, six, zero, seven, eight, two. Yeah, this is the one
2: I saw also. That was going to be my next one. Thanks, Scott. Holy
3: shit! Okay. Now, this one needs to go into what's called the Rainbow Puke Club. Oh, my God. This is clowny. This is a clowny. This is
1: a Superman arcade pinball machine, which when they have a title like Arcade Pinball Machine, you know that's a problem immediately. $7,500. And it says Mm -hmm. custom Mm -hmm. LED. It's custom all right.
4: I think this is called you ordered the LED sample pack, and then you use it all.
3: Yeah, and... It's on the, the plus side, it looks like they didn't put too many of the colored LEDs in the back box. That usually really looks like shit. They're just yeah. all over the play field. And it, it, and it highlights that he has it all blackened except for just the
2: game lit up. So it really just likes, it makes it look like a yeah, fucking Yeah, they did it in a dark room
1: with nothing else on and took all these pictures.
4: They're very proud of their work. Yes.
1: It looks like ass. Well, the colors. It's
4: terrible.
3: Um, if you look at the pictures where it's not lit, it actually looks pretty. It actually nice looks tape. pretty good. Yeah, it's got a. Couple, yeah. it's got insert wear. It
2: does have a little insert wear around the super. Not much. Oh, that's actually really good for Superman. But it probably wasn't working for not.
3: It probably the uh, center. Out. The center plastic isn't busted
2: like they usually are. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but don't forget, after the first year, it would never work. So what the hell, you know? Yeah.
3: Well, they have a uh, black rubber on it instead of white rubber. Oh, yeah, well. But uh, obviously, for the price of uh, of seventy four hundred and fifty nine dollars, I would not buy this. No, I would not. The disc- not, not.
4: that they even did custom LEDs in the coin door. So I'd love to see all that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's another. There's another item. If you want to look at another rainbow puke one, there's a black hole on the similar sponsored items right below it. If you want to look at there that, a number. Uh, You're going to make me put the number in. Hold
2: on. Because we have to tell people this. So they can. Okay. Let me let me do that.
1: I gotta I gotta promote this though. Superman arcade pinball machine by Atari. Superman arcade pinball machine. Atari 1979 machine is in excellent condition inside and out with full custom LED kit, playfield, and even the coin door. Cleaned and waxed, ready for a new good home. Machine is beautiful. It plays very smooth. Certainly one to add to your collection or game room. Tons of fun for the entire family and all ages.
3: All right, here's the number for the uh, other one. It turns out to be the same seller. The seller's name is Pin Bulbs and Arcades, which probably Gee. explains where he got the LEDs. But the number is 373
4: 013 604 554. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Obviously, when I think black hole, I think
1: green. green. Yes, green. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow.
3: I mean, honestly, who who? I know there are some people that think that this looks good, but hi, Pinside. <laughs>
1: uh, it looks so much better when he turns the lights on, though, to get the, the play know. field picks. Then all of a sudden it looks way better. When the, it, it looks, looks better. Yeah, the playfield okay.
3: play is actually decent. Here, here yeah. you go.
1: If the machine looks better off than on, that's a problem. Don't do it.
2: Did you see the underneath play field, though? The, it's all LED. It's all LED on uh, underneath. Also, forty forty
1: nine hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, or best offer. Make an offer. I love when people call me up or like, ask, hey, I'm going to trade. I got this game with LEDs, and I see some Victor. I'm like, uh, let's take off money for that.
1: Look at all this money in LEDs. Yeah, no. Black hole pinball machine produced by Gottlieb, 1981. Machine is excellent condition, inside and out. Playfield is clean and waxed. Full custom LED kit. Playfield, back box, and coin door. Machine has been completely shopped out. New black rubbers and correct, clean and waxed, ready for a good home. Cabinet and graphics are in excellent condition with new silver balls as opposed to non-silver balls. Boards checked over, a <laughs> machine is clean inside. solid. put the I balls it. in it because no. they go real well with uh, Yeah, yeah. With don't see the game.
2: Oh, wait a second, wait a second. Ooh, I might have another one, guys. I might have another one. Oh, Come on. man,
3: you open up a... Hold on, uh, anybody that actually is tempted to buy these, uh, this guy is offering free shipping, which is obviously rolled into Ooh. the price. Uh, make sure he insures it if he does. <laughs>
2: Nope, nope, this was a fail. Only two pictures, terrible. Oh boy, there's some winners out there, though.
1: No returns or cancellations. 25% restocking fees apply.
2: The markup is just holy crap on some of these games. Holy crap.
1: This game, if you were going to pick it up in person, it's in Michigan, so you want to make sure you don't have a mask on because you may get shot.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have inter- an interesting new game that maybe we could play. Since Thanks we're talking that. about would you would you buy that? If you had to sell one of your games,
2: which one would you sell? Game I like or I mean just any one of my games.
3: Well
2: any well,
3: presumably like. presumably you own all the games that you own you like or you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't own them,
2: right? No, because I have some games that I own because I know they make money at the bar.
1: Well, is it the COVID funds needed game?
2: Yeah, I would say it that way. Like, if I need to sell one game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: like if, well, yeah, because then you're probably going to pick one of your more valuable games that you're like, well, I can replace that later. Yeah, I I already have it. It's easy. Okay, what? AFM. Uh, You have the remake, right?
2: No, No, I have the original.
1: Original. He's going to sell it to me.
2: I have original, uh, you're in, you got a line, buddy. God damn it.
1: How <laughs> am I not first you in honestly line? You
2: wouldn't sell your game? You wouldn't sell your game to Ron first? No, because it's actually, Eric's been busting my chops for five years. Oh. As soon as he found out I had one, he is, it, I know we got to do Star Trek. You both get knives and you start fighting it out to the death.
1: No, we both play Star Trek and whoever wins gets the game. Well, well I know who good. that
3: I can offer to my, uh, when I do my targeted marketing, I could offer uh, AFM to Ron then. You know, it's good see. for money. Is it original? It's a, Yeah, I would oh, okay. buy the remake. Oh, yeah, um, no, no, no,
1: no. Okay.
2: But that would be my sell. What would you sell, Ron? TNA. TNA, there you go.
4: Zack? Yeah, if I if I need cash, I'd probably sell Alice Cooper. Okay. That's the most money I, and probably not that hard to find another one of sometime. Yeah, I agree.
3: I would sell uh, Star Trek Next Gen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got Wow. So how about uh, how about a how about a game that you consider a, like a keeper that will never leave your house and you're like, uh, "Okay, I'm going to sell that." Okay.
4: Uh, uh, wait, which one is it then?
1: Yeah, that's two different things.
2: I don't know,
3: well, as a keeper, but
2: you you know, it's
3: like you said like Well, you room, you know how you buy a game and you're like, "Oh, this is my favorite game ever," and you, and you keep it for years and you're like, "Ron, your first game was Black Knight, and you love it." But, you know, would you sell it? I mean, you have you have games in your collection that are like Stars, Meteor, Quicksilver—a lot better games um, than Black Knight. So he's saying, oh. you know, "So would you ever?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's a game that you say, like, "Oh, I can't sell this game. I love this game." You know, and then and then, which one of those games would you sell if you had to? Because that just means that you like some other game more. Whitewater,
1: firepower, or roller games? Oh, uh, okay.
3: We probably should have done the contest as which game of the other persons would you sell?
1: <laughs> uh, I know, okay, what what game would you never sell?
3: Me? Yeah. Uh Meteor. Okay. How about you, Bruce? My it's my favorite game of
1: all time. Oh. Favorist. Favorist. Oh, so do I go by rarity? Now this is you. Like I, 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 just, I love this game. I would never sell this game.
2: Well, I'm saying if I don't forget, you also got to go by rarity too. Like, am I going to sell my Dragon Fist? Because if I sell my Dragon Fist, am I ever going to find one again? I have to look at it like multiple ways.
1: Uh, okay, you're in a weird position where you only have room for one pinball machine for the next ten years. There.
4: See, that's a very different question.
1: That is a totally different question. Okay, well, I only could have
2: one pinball machine. Batman sixty six. Uh, it's okay. pretty deep. That's, it's my deepest game, so uh, I know I can do a lot of things with it. How about
1: you,
4: Zach? Uh,
1: it's tough for Zach because
4: he sells everything. I know, but Alice I don't Cooper. I sold less than half my games. Hey. If I said that one game, it would probably end up being just like an EM or something that just never gets old. Like. Far out of old Chicago, maybe. Okay. Interesting choices. Yeah, I know. Any new game is going to get old eventually. Like, sure, you know, no matter how deep the code is, eventually you'll get tired of it if it's all you're playing. So,
1: I know what mine is. What's that? Demo Man. God, really? Yep. That is one of the
2: most
3: shallow WPCs. Don't care. Of my Don't body. care.
1: I always come back to that game.
3: I'm pretty sure that Ron and I are we tend to like the more shallow games.
1: It never it never goes out shallow of rotation. How, shallow
3: how to. <laughs> it never
1: goes out of rotation <laughs> too long cuz it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, I might not play it for a while, but as soon as I go back to play like oh yeah,
4: it's fucking Demo man. I mean, even for me who likes all the really complicated games, what is one of the 3 WPC games I own? Demo man.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Scott, what is yours? Um we well, you said it Meteor.
3: Uh, well, that was it? that was oh, the that other question, it. but oh, uh I would impressive. probably still stick with Meteor. I mean, I really, I really do like Meteor. I always did since I was, you know, ten.
4: Okay, that's fine.
3: So, and I think I've owned eight different ones.
2: So, Zach, what's your game number? Yes, uh, my
4: game is on Pinside. Oh, oh my!
1: Are we allowed to go there? It
2: might be fine. I locked. guess we're
4: going, to, we're we're going yes. to Pinside. We're going to Pinside.
3: All right. Okay. I, I clicked into that window, into that
2: tab. Market.
4: I've I've also sent the link in the Skype chat.
2: Okay, okay. Which little I little. don't have, but so you yeah, want me to look so you, in the marketplace? Yeah, marketplace, what do you look at? I can up tell
4: like? you the ad number. Does it go by that? Just click on an it yeah. and then edit your URL. Oh, okay. okay. You ready? Go ahead with the ad number. Nine four zero two eight.
3: Uh, I must not have searched for it, right? What's the name of the game?
4: Jumping Jack.
3: This is Cherry Hill, New Jersey?
4: Yep.
1: yep. This is a project. Bought it to help someone out and probably shouldn't have. I love the honesty there. Cabinet has some wood issues, as is it doesn't work. Open to offers, has four legs, lock bar, and the playfield isn't too bad a shape. I do have the back but but has flaking issues. Four hundred fifty dollars,
3: or best offer. Did they remake? Uh, did they remake the backlash on this? I think they
4: did, didn't they? I've got to assume BG resto has it at worst. Yeah, I think they do.
3: Got
2: broken drop targets in there. Flippers are whacked out on the bottom, but overall, I, I
3: actually would have a chance to go buy this. Cherry Hill is not that far from me.
2: No, it's not. Mm. It's, it's a comp- um, best check, best
3: I wouldn't buy class. it for four. I wouldn't buy it for four fifty. No, but I would actually consider buying this.
4: See now. I considered buying this until, first of all, I noticed the Jones plugs. Have they been okay. cut? They've been cut. Ooh. And then I was like, okay, the back glass has some flaking issues. Where is the back glass?
2: It's on the side.
3: Now that's it a wild place back glass there. Is
4: there's it is a no way? photo of the back glass in the ad anywhere.
3: Yeah, there, there's a the photo side. in another picture. Yeah, it's on the side.
2: It, and it's, it's leaning against something else, and it's there.
3: yeah. It's a It's a wildlife back glass. It's not a jumping jack back glass. Is really? You can tell from the wait.
0: No, oh, no, I don't know.
3: Maybe it, it is.
2: I think. That okay, is a I look closer. I
3: was just looking at the leg. Oh uh, it's a jumping jack glass back glass. So.
2: Okay. All right. All right. He does have it. So yeah. I think he has it.
4: You can't see it at all. Yeah.
3: No, I would consider. It. I would consider buying this. There's two pictures of the back glass.
4: If it was cheap enough, I would, but not
3: for four fifty. No, not for four fifty. Now this is this gets more of my. This is getting closer to the Scott Standard Scott offer of uh, two hundred. That's yeah. This is definitely a two hundred. But the board I mean, I, I already have a uh, kingpin. You know, so, I mean, obviously you're going to buy a jumping jack because you like the the ten bank at the top, and I already have a kingpin, so I already yeah. have a similar. No, no, I'm,
4: I'm going to buy it for
3: like the top bumpers. Yeah, um, the the bottom. Well, you like old Chicago, so it's similar there. Exactly. But,
4: the jumping uh, is are a, nice, it's it's a good game
3: day. though, so I mean, it's a fun game. I actually more. don't mind it at Papa. Papa, they, I enjoyed this game. Yeah. I mean, I have um, a friend um, that has one, and uh, somebody repainted the playfield with rollers. Believe it or not, and it actually looks decent. Wow. It looks decent. They masked it off and everything. It's just that <laughs> all the pink, all the pink paint has like a really weird texture on it. And I was he had me working on it, and I was like, I was like, what's wrong with the playfield on this? It feels like laminate or something. Yeah, and they didn't bother to clear coat it after that. Okay, I got one more.
2: One I more. Got one more from eBay. Back on eBay
3: or uh, somewhere yeah, else? On eBay.
2: eBay. eBay. Okay, go ahead. 858.
3: Okay, this is that same seller, Pinsider Trading. Uh, it's a yeah, Dungeons exactly. and Dragons machine. Actually, has the topper, which most uh, of them which do not. Are. Yeah. Very rare topper. Uh let's look at some more pictures.
1: Forty three
3: hundred dollars. But uh, plays are all working. Yeah, which is rare um, too. No uh no uh cards in the apron. You got Interesting the, yeah, detail to leave out.
2: You got the flipper bats in there proper ones too. The bally segmented. Yeah.
4: Playfield doesn't look faded.
2: Not aligned properly at all. Playfield's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the play feels pretty good. One side's faded compared to the other side. But actually, not a bad-looking game if it was $2,200 or
3: $2,000. Yeah, that, I mean, Dungeons & Dragons is like a 2000 or less dollar yeah, game. And, e- and honestly, and, it's more of a $1,200 game. Yeah, and, but the topper makes it more like, wow. You but know? the
1: music is incredible.
3: Uh, it used to be the theme music to a popular pinball podcast. Yeah, it did.
1: <laughs> yeah. The music is incredible in this game.
3: Uh, that is kind of the best part of the game is oh, yeah. the music. Uh, I yes. mean, the game oh, yeah. itself the is sucks. You know, the, the upper play field parts of it remind me of millionaire. Yeah. Ooh. And actually the, the shot across the play field and the, the yeah. whole, that whole shot, it's, it's very it's similar era to millionaire as well. So I wonder if somebody, uh, you know, spotted in another factory, Ooh, look at that. We're going to steal that playfield field design. And then regret it right after they did it.
1: I like the ramp that goes to the inlines. Was that ever
4: done yeah. again?
3: Uh, there's probably a reason why it hasn't been. Eh. Yeah, I think so too. Are
4: there, are there any inlines that are on an incline? That would be cool.
3: Oh, yeah, Mount the Mech. That, that's a good idea. See, I might do that for exact, something. Was that yeah, an no, Orbiter 2? They were like... That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I thought that was good. Orbiter 2. Yeah. Wait a minute. You have an Orbiter 1, don't you?
3: Who? You. You. I used to have two of them. I sold both of them a long time ago. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, man.
3: I had an extra play field for it, too. I I sold that to somebody a couple of years ago at PinFest. He was making a funnel out of it for a bar in New York. Yikes. Yeah, it's kind of scary considering,
2: you know, the shape that it was in. Yeah, other than that, I don't see much on the old pin side except for way overpriced stuff.
1: All right. Man, That was we kind of went to that, like, we'll have one last segment, and an hour later...
3: Well, Ron has a lot of editing to do. Ah, no, we're just we're just going
1: to put this one up dry. No one said anything really offensive. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Lube. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said dry. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I think that's it.
2: Uh, You got to do the spiel.
1: Thanks to Scott. Thanks to Zach, being on the show this week. Hi, Zach. Hi. Uh, Fun with Bonus, um, all the other podcasts, three zillion of them that are out there. Our our numbers are holding steady for some reason. Wow, what the fuck? Yeah, there really has been no dip that I've noticed since the whole COVID thing happened, which is weird because I would think less people are listening because less people are driving, which is probably where most people listen to
4: podcasts. Yeah, I'm three behind right now because I haven't been driving at all.
1: Yeah, I, I think what's happening is just their podcasters are just downloading it and they're just building up. So it appears that people are listening when, in fact, their they're podcasters are just downloading it, but they're not actually listening yet. Did you like my uh, picture that I posted on the page? What, the Bob Ross butthead picture? Yes. It was awesome. Yes. Yes, yes. yes it was. It's... You combined two of the greatest things ever, Beavis and Butthead and Bob Ross in the same picture. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> I
3: like the uh, Deadpool uh, promo as uh, Bob Ross. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was great.
1: So this has been episode 145. We are the Slam Till Podcast. We can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Also go to our website, slamtillpodcast.com. Upper right-hand corner, all our links are there. When I, I just tested them the other day, and they actually all still work. So that's good. Yay! Check out our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel. Streaming with Stu, well, would have been this previous Monday, but will be this upcoming Monday. And thanks again to Scott and Zach for joining us this week. Thank you, Thank everybody. You we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Pete Mano.
3: Yeah, it's sorted by System 11 and, you know.
4: It's got the bowlers.
3: Mm. Yeah, well, if anybody picks one of those, actually Tic Tac Strike is better than Millionaire. Whoever picks Millionaire is (laughs) going to (laughs) lose.
1: The bowler is better than Millionaire.
3: Yeah, I can't. That's why I don't like
2: newbies. I'm not newbie friendly. Oh,
1: I don't like...
2: so I think that's the they're going to leave that for the, the for the end piece, right? You know, I don't like newbies.
1: That says that's Scott to a T right there. I don't like newbies. I'm not newbie friendly. Boom. I'm not.
3: I'm. I, I'll even. I've admitted it to people. It just grits my teeth. You know.
1: Well, everyone was a newbie once. Yeah, then, I wasn't as annoying back then. Oh, of course. You, at least you didn't think you were. No. Uh,